What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HDS Pro to HDS. What? HCS VHS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports old school tape podcast. Beautiful. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you so much, Will. Uh, this is episode 187 for the week of June 13th, 2021. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, aka the one in the sweatshirt because it's fucking freezing in this room. Well, you could even attest that because you closed the door because you wanted to get warmer in here. Yeah, let the PC do the heating of the room. Per I love that idea. I yeah, think yeah. that sounds great. And I'm joined this week by, of course, the man in the Capture the Flag Halo World Championship 2016 t-shirt. That's right, 2016. Will, aka Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing today? Doing fine. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing swell. You know what, Will? Um... Normally, this would be the time where I beat around the bush and shit, but I'm going to say fuck that. Do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of uh, the show? Yes. We have community tournament announcements and recaps, and then, yeah, we talk about Halo Infinite a lot. That's that's the plan. That's what we're doing. Um, Now, Will took a look at the show notes, and, yeah, things, things look long. That's what she said. I did condense the articles down, I promise you. Okay. Um, I only included the important bits along with some clarification that were provided by some three for three folks after the fact, but let's get, let's give a quick rundown. So E3, um, 2021 has been taking place, uh, concludes tomorrow, realistically speaking with Nintendo's, uh, showcase, but on Sunday, uh, at noon central, they had the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase where Halo Infinite multiplayer was shown off for the first time. Um, not only that, but today, earlier today, which is Monday when we record the show, um, earlier today they had a multiplayer deep dive Vidoc that went live as well. So we're basically going to, and they also released Waypoint articles. So we're going to go through basically everything. Um, not, I'm not going to read through everything because I did that before on multiple different shows. Instead... We're going to go through the major points. We're going to go through what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, and also a brand new observation we just found out by rewatching it again. So we, there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, if you're if you're here with us, we appreciate it. We understand that there's a shit ton of other amazing Halo content creators out there who are creating content around this reveal. Deservedly so, obviously. It's a big thing. Um, so yeah, if you're taking time out of your day or your week or your month, or your year, whatever the fuck, and you're listening or watching us, thank you very much. Um, there obviously is a lot to get through. And then, welcome everybody to the live show. Voodoo Man, Martin Ohms, the man himself. Goalie Sniper, Justin LaFleche. Yo! And the man himself, Silos. The advocate for Halo CE, the worst Halo title. But hey, what are you going to do, you know? You like what you like, Silas, and that's fine. That's okay. Um, before we get into it, Justin says, E3 was ass, then they gave us that Vidoc, and now I'm not mad. And then Silas says, lots of dope indie games, though. True statement. True statement. All right, Will, without further ado, let's get into some competitive news. Community tournament announcement. This is by Tempered Chaos over on Twitter, and I quote, You asked and we're answering. This one's got the twist. Onyx level and below. 
Grab a duo and show us what you're made of. It's an online tournament with a varied prize pool on Saturday, July 3rd, 2021 at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 6 p.m. Central, if you're interested in that. It's a 2v2 double elimination with a $2 entry per person, not per team, per person. You can watch it live at twitch.tv forward slash tempered underscore chaos. Next one, community announcement. This is about Europa Halo. We want to grow and help European Halo as much as we can. And today, we're announcing the Europa Halo Affiliate Program. A network of EU Halo tournament organizers and content creators working together and helping each other out. The first four confirmed partners are Ambition Production, Heated Halo, Halo Creation, and B-Sports. I thought that was clever. I like that name a lot. It's good. It's really good. Next up, and the final competitive news story that we have for today. Play Griffball Update. This is my Rageborn nerd, Brian. Love you. Says, hello, everyone. Oh, this is also in their Discord. If you're not a part of their Discord, you should probably fucking join it. He says, not that, but he says, hello, everyone. Signups have closed for the Halo 3 draft event of the play of the Griffball Summer Series presented by DreamHack and powered by PlayGriffball.com. We finished with 62 players, which is good for a 15-team tournament with a couple extra players in case players drop drop from the pool between now and the draft. As a reminder, the tournament will be on Saturday, June 26th, starting at noon PST, so 2 o'clock Central, and streamed over on DJ Blue PDX's Twitch channel. The captain list and draft order are being finalized and will be announced in the next couple of days. The draft will run the same way it was run for the Halo 4 and Reach events, a slow draft here on the Play Griffball Community Discord. I'll be sending out DMs to everyone who signed up to confirm tournament details and ensure everyone still intends to participate as to avoid any potential no-shows on game day. For everyone that signed up, please respond to uh, Ragemore Nerds DMs once received ASAP. And I encourage you to get into custom lobbies and get your name out there so captains are able to scout for talent. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the competitive news. Your upcoming service of the week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for all your Halo eSports needs. And a lovely little write-up about the uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer reveal if you're so interested. On Monday, June 14th, we have the Heated Halo 2s event. They're getting into the 2s festivities as well. Love to see it. And then on Sunday, June 20th, we have the Pirate Nation Halo 3 4v4 Sniper Tournament in the eSports Arena Halo 5 4v4. More than likely casted than none other than uh, Why Not Be Reckless, a.k.a. Why Not Be Casting, and Shyway. So go check those out. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Make sure to go ahead and uh, check out their uh, NoobCombo.com. Probably Halo Esports needs, but uh, no merch. Will, what do we got next? All right, tournament and league recaps. SWAT Nation, calm before the storm, H54B4. SWAT, in eighth place, we had GTH and Toxic Guy. This was Apollo. Oh, gosh. You know, I appreciate the graphic, but the yellow text on a green background. You know, Apollo 9, Right Skirt, (laughs) Kilimanjaro, and Scariotic. They went six and four. I believe this is map count. It has to be. Sure. Uh, next up, Babes and Beers. Great name. Buckshot Nova, Halo Trap, Beyond 9000, and Z1 Tyler. Also went 6-4. and four. Rated R included Scary Dreams, Me Chewy, 
Cruisin' and Rage, they went seven and six. Winner Booze, uh, Crazy Killa, it's the last shot. Drip, drip, double, and a red gummy going seven and five. Yes, they are map counts. Team Murda. Murda, Murda, Murda. Young Guns, Perspective, Moosh World, and Dallas Snipes, 10 and five. In third place, we had Shooters, Envor, Adderacy, Icebar, and Miss Audie going 11 and seven. Second place went to Team Golden Dawn. This is Smokey Dig, NSG Serial, Throne, or Throne, Throne, the. Yeah, uh, and Bards, 17 and 6. And then in first place, we have Munano? Anyo? Munano? Munano. I don't uh, know. Stress, Complexion, Avenue, and Diagram going 16 and 4 throughout the series or the tournament, I should say. Congratulations, gents. Next up, Blue Team Tournaments, Rainbow Road, Halo 2, FFA Qualifier number 2. In eighth place, we had K-Manify. Seventh went to, uh, is it Judah? I'm going to go with Judah. Sixth went to Feared One. Fifth, Ryan Noob. Fourth, uh, Pop. Third went to Blizz. Second, Prawn. And first went to Stormy V2. Hey, nice to see. Uh, happy to see K-Mattify in there, too. Yeah, Good for shit, sure. Kelly. For Good sure. shit. And then last but not least, the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4. In fourth place, we had Team Zero. 1-1-1-7, Carmea, Simple Fury, and Switch 5. Third went to... Uh, IC9. Inconceivable Cloud9. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Booba Doobo, Falcated, Renegade, and Stellar. Second went to Frosteezy. Or Frosteez. I like Steezy. I like Steezy too. Frosteezy, yeah. yeah. Uh, Druck, Septify, Super CC of AIDS, and Tolik. And first went to Ride Out and Meet Them. Wonder where that came from. It was Say and Pistola, Trippy, and Penguin. I'm too old for that shit. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's like a meme or something. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just an idiot. We're getting old. What's up, Cruzina Lu- Luacra? Probably just mispronounced the fuck out of your name, and for that, I apologize. But welcome to the live show. And he said, uh, he or she said, I again, let me know so I can properly state. Sup, bros? Holy shit, are we hyped or what? Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Mattify the shit poster. He is. He's an amazing shit poster, though. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. It's one of his classics. Love that shit. The Bob Ross bit's one of the best things that's been on Twitter by yes, far. Yes, that was great. By far. Yeah, that does it for our tournament league recaps. Let's get to the topic of the motherfucking show. It's time for the Microsoft Bethesda E3 2021 post-show thoughts. So, here is what we're going to do we have both the multiplayer trailer queued up and the vidoc queued up right yeah okay we're not going to watch the campaign trailer instead let's just briefly talk about what we saw in it and then we can continue sound good yeah so what i have here again you can type an exclamation point show notes in the chat you can you can check all this shit out um how do i say your name is it Cruzina? I feel like such an asshole. How do I state your name? Because I really don't want to fuck that up. But they say, I'm so happy. Never seen the Halo community like uh, this united and positive in years. Well, I'm about to bring things down a couple notches. I'm just kidding. I have my reservations. But overall, I'm generally ins- uh, like genuinely excited over, over everything that we saw. Uh, so the campaign trailer, right? Yes. 
Um, it was more of a cinematic aspect. There was no gameplay shown, but it was all in-engine cinematics is what we saw. Yep. Um, so we saw a scene of Master Chief floating through space and speaking to the pilot or Brohammer, whoever you want to say, because we still don't know the name if I'm not mistaken. We don't. Okay. As far as I know. Yes. So I imagine that that'll be revealed in the full game. So Master Chief is hearing Cortana lines in his head. Um, I believe he is because I think he even turns his head at one point to like kind of disassociate from it. So, but these, this is what she says. She says, I need you to understand. There's not much time. If I knew how you were going to die, how would you live your life differently? Did she say if I knew how? Yep. Okay. Yep. So then Master Chief has a conversation with a new AI character who we have titled uh, Cortuna Impostana. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she states that Cortana was supposed to be destroyed or deleted by the Master Chief um, on the Infinity, but Chief apparently doesn't remember that. And then the new AI was also supposed to be deleted, but wasn't, or decommissioned, I guess you could say. And then Chief just ends up taking the new AI, saying the mission's changed, and it always has. It always does. Mm -hmm. And that's and the music was gorgeous, and it just looked phenomenal. And I, I, it had me all it had me all fucking like happy in my tingly bits. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Krasina says, "Haha, Krasina is correct." Okay. Well, if I ever mispronounce, I apologize, but thank you for letting me know how to pronounce your name. Uh, Justin says they're holding that info close bro hammers name and chief is clearly having PTSD. And I still stand by the logic plague from the grave mine from halo two for Cortana. Uh, halo five was a uh, rampant fragment and real Cortana is still out there. Ooh. So if I'm not mistaken, I saw something. I think it was hidden Xperia who put a tweet out there that said that like th this scene from halo four makes like it, if it's, if it's what it is, it makes so much more sense now. And Cortana's talking to Chief, and she says that, you know they're going to replace me, right? And they're going to replace me probably with one that's just like me. But it's not going to be me. And and he said, no, they're not. Like, they won't do that. And you jump to this, and it literally feels that's exactly what happened. Because she even says... Like Cortuna Impostana even says. <laughs> I love how that just rolls off your tongue now. I have to I have to make it a thing, you know, because I've been seeing people say Cortuna, and I'm like, no, you gotta do the whole thing. So she's been she says that she's supposed to like mimic her. She's supposed yeah. to mimic Cortana. It's like she's supposed to be her without actually being her. Uh Justin says he's talked about it at length. Well, clearly I need to go back and look at shit, but I liked that overall though. I I talked about, you can go watch our reaction video to the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase it's on our YouTube right now. Yeah. Uh, literally right now. You can go check that out after this episode, of course. Um, but no, I, I talk about how I really enjoyed what I saw, but I was expecting there to be gameplay when chief lands feet first, uh, into the ship segment of where, or, or wherever he is. I expected that to turn into gameplay, but it didn't, but that's okay. For all we know, those, um, I believe those are two separate scenes, not because yes, he's landing yes. on a ship. It looked right? like it. Yep. It looked definitely like there was a clear cut 
until this uh, uh, between the first part and then the yeah. second part where he's talking to Cortuna. And then when she when he does talk to Cortuna in Pastana, <laughs> yeah, she says on this installation, so she might already be on a ring. Justin says it's a younger Cortana. And spoilers for Shadows of Reach if you wanted if you want to know, DM me. Okay, so it's a younger Cortana. So it is her, but so, not her. It's a it's like well we had a we had a conversation with the podcast Evolve guys that there was three brains, right? Yes. That Halsey pr- split it up. Yeah, so this is most duplicates. likely one of those brains mm-hmm. that was achieved on reach. It wouldn't surprise me. Not Cortana 1.0? No, I wouldn't expect no 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 no. I wouldn't expect it to be. Um so Will, overall, did you did you enjoy what you saw on the campaign portion of what we got? Oh yeah, it made me really excited Agreed. to jump in. I, I it's fucking December, gotta wait. So that's the thing too, is that we'll, we'll talk about release date stuff because we didn't get one. So that, that was another big point is that Will was 100% correct that we were not going to get one. I heavily thought we were going to get a hard date and we didn't, we got holiday, but yeah, my my prediction came from uh, a sense of just them wanting time and fluidity to be able to do what they want and delay it another year. Yeah, you know, 2022, <laughs> we'll do this again next E3. Oh, my God. No, just kidding. Better not. Better um, not. Coming for you, 343, if you do that to us. Oh, shit. Will, Will's threatening you, so be prepared. Uh, no, what I was going to say is, is that we're, we'll talk about it a little bit later where there is a potential more, more um, locked down release window, I guess you could say. Again, it's all speculation. Nothing is known at this point, but based off of all the PR speech that we've received so far, it sounds like this is what's going to happen. And we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Justin says, yes, but I'm still so curious, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped for crapping on bots to warm up now. Fuck yeah, man. So let's get into multiplayer. Um, Will, should we check out the multiplayer trailer first? Yeah, you ready? I am ready. I mean, you can go ahead and switch to it. I'll just, okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll just start it up. So again, this, we're starting with the um, multiplayer trailer that was revealed during the Microsoft and Bethesda E3 showcase. Okay, so this is the two minute and some odd second, two minute and 25 second multiplayer trailer. We're gonna watch through it and then we'll go through what we got along with any additions that we may have seen after the fact. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Together, we are unstoppable. Are you ready? Double kill. Hello, let's do some damage. Skewer acquired. Grapple check. 
grapple jack. Return it to base. fucking oddball part gets me every time so something we haven't talked about before is sure. there is a literal like graffiti of master chief to the left there is so the speculation was is there sprays or not are we getting sprays yeah yeah that was the question okay so you can switch us back to the topic screen um okay so again that was just the multiplayer trailer that was revealed um during the microsoft and bethesda e3 showcase uh for e3 2021 um Justin says, did you see the leak for potential bots being added in season seven of MCC? Just saw a random tweet. I mean, it'd be cool. I didn't see uh, it, but I don't know how they'd implement that because they'd have to create like a brand new system around it. Yeah. And they, they're, they're so focused on custom game browser at this point, unless they've been adding it in there. I don't know, but we, that wasn't in the flight either. So I, I would just take that as rumor. Um, Justin says, loving the ragdoll effects. Absolutely. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, he said, although we did have graffiti in Warzone 2, so who knows. But it's funny that that was like a predominant thing in that portion. You know? Yeah. It's just weird because it wasn't shown anywhere else. Okay, so um, one of the big things that was seen during this was sprinting with the flag. And in the Vidoc that we'll watch shortly, uh, we saw another clip of that happening. So it appears as though sprinting with the flag is confirmed. Do we want to elaborate further on that with speculation or no? I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, we know two hands on the flag, no sidearm. Correct. No sidearm. So you're at a disadvantage with not being able to shoot, but you can move faster. Correct. We don't know if this carries over to 4v4 because we saw it in a BTB setting. Both times, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. That is correct. So, with slip space engine being as <laughs> customizable. Here comes the PR speech. As they said, yep. are we going to not have sprinting with the flag in 4v4, but in BTB? I really hope we get answers, obviously. Um, and then also, uh, the, the man himself. Unishek put out a tweet asking people to be like, Hey, what are your questions? Make sure you put hashtag ask three, four, three, and we might include them in the next video, which makes me believe that their next ask three, four, three video is going to be on the multiplayer. Yeah. So, um, your thoughts on the flag thing. I, I, I think it's fine in the sense that you're right. We don't have the sidearm anymore. Like yep. you, you don't, you don't take out a pistol. You're not able to, and I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe they changed it in five. I don't pay attention nearly as much, but I, is it infinite ammo in five? When you have the flag them out, 
I guess I don't know. I haven't paid attention either. I think it's infinite ammo. I could be completely wrong, though. But regardless, you don't have that opportunity to fight back. If you take the objective, it's it's the objective. Now, what we did not see, we didn't see flag juggling. No. So the question is, I I forget if it's four, but I believe there is a Halo title where you're not able to drop the objective once you have it in your hand. Mm-hmm. I think it's four. I could be completely wrong here, but I swear I think there is a Halo title that makes it so you can't. Um, Silas says, flag juggling is too nerdy to show in a presentation. And he says, H4, you can't drop it. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So I was riding an H4. And yeah, I agree it's too nerdy to show, but it, we just didn't see it any anyway. Um, but like, it, maybe not necessarily flag juggling, but the fact that we didn't see anybody drop a flag to get a weapon, to get in a vehicle, to do... to get a power up. You know, we didn't see anything like that. We just literally didn't see anybody drop a flag unless, unless they died. And I don't even think we saw that. Nope. So, um, we did see somebody with a bomb die, but that's, we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, <laughs> new sound bites have been added. Um, these are just a few that we, that we heard. No scope is replacing snapshot. Um, I think it makes more sense. Snapshot kind of sounds cooler, but everybody knows no scope. So there's that. Uh, bank shot has been added and so has grapple jack has been added as well. When you grapple shot onto a vehicle and you hijack it, right? So I want to talk about bank shot and the scatter shot esque weapon that we saw. Yeah. Um, because something that will and I noticed right after watching it right before recording the show is that the reticle changes in the same clip. Um, the reticle changes from horizontal it's a vertical. And if you see the bullet spread of this gun, the bullets start horizontally. And then when the weapon switches, the, the bullets go vertically. And this is where the bank shot comes in. Yeah. So the first shot is with a horizontal reticle. It hits the sidewall and shoots to the left. Yes. Still the horizontal. Second, so there's a, there's an action clip of the, like the shots being seen. And then when we come back to the player, the, the reticle is flipped. And it looks like the gun is more in a vertical fashion too. Yeah. Like it looks like the gun changed or like transformed in a sense. Yep. He then shoots the ceilings. The bullets come down projectiles. I guess you'd call them. We don't know what they are yet. Um, And hit the player. And that's when he gets the bank shot metal. Yeah. So don't know. So I, I was talking to Will about this and I don't know if they, if they've said, I felt like they've said, that uh, weapons, some weapons can have alternate firing modes. And if that's the case, if I'm wrong on that, then I'm 100% wrong on that. But I thought I remembered something like that from the from the campaign reveal uh, last year. But uh, if weapons have alternate firing modes, it seems like that one does. Yeah. Because we literally see the reticle go from horizontal to vertical and the, the projectiles, excuse me, start horizontal and then when it switches, goes vertical, so... I feel like we should pull it up in the video to show. But Let's do it. Let's fucking do can it. You, can you make that happen? I can absolutely make that happen. Give me give me a secy sec. I got to find I my... I got the controls over here. Here we go. I was just going to say, I got to find the reticle for a sec. <laughs> um, and by reticle, I mean cursor. I'm a fucking moron. Um, okay, so I'm just going to mute it so you don't have to listen to everything again. I could mute it. For here, too. here we go. It's right here. Oh, you want to switch back to oh, the yeah, scene? Yep, yep, yep. Perfect. Uh, so for those who are listening to the audio version of the show, I apologize because we're kind of going to go a little bit clip for clip here in the trailer. Uh, so please go check out the VOD if you want to know exactly what we're talking about here. 
Um, but for those who are watching live or watching the VOD, um, this is what we're talking about. So th this is the snipe shot, right? Gets the no scope, gets the assassination. And then, so, it's so here, yes, here it starts horizontal. Okay. And I still don't think we know what this weapon is yet. I don't think we do. I could be wrong, but you can see the reticle starts horizontal. And when it shoots the first time, Okay, so it sounds like he charges it up, Yep. right? And you can see the projectiles start going horizontally, bank off the wall, and then kind of shoot in different directions. Looks like a couple of them, too, kind of just don't go the right way. Which yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yep. So charges it up, shoots the shot horizontal. Yep. Then you can see something changed where the vehicle, uh, the vehicle, the <laughs> weapon now has more of a vertical aspect to it. And you can see that the it's it's hard to see with the the projectiles there, but yeah, it's horizontal. Oh, sorry, I can just go back real quick. Oh, we're there. Right there, perfect. There it is. So you can see that it's vertical at that point in time. So I don't know exactly what's going to take place there, um, but that's just something to keep in mind. Something that I noticed. So let's play. Also, oh, let's, let's also look at the spread. The spread's different too. Yeah. In the reticle. In the reticle, it has like three in a, in a, like in a carrot format, right? On the top and the bottom. And yeah, then two versus one then, at the top and one at the bottom. Versus then five or six dots across. Right. Just a straight line. Well, let's see the shot again then. I want to see if, if we can notice anything different about the shot. Yeah. You see the three and three. Yep. Okay. So it's a completely different type of firing. Ah. Look at, us. I'm, I'm, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> Fucking, this is this is Shyway written all over it. Um, yeah, that's, oh, interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even see that. That's so cool. That is really cool. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, Justin says, could also be redesigns because the BR change from vid to vid could be staged. Well, here it's the same clip, though. Justin, the BR clips are completely different, and that I understand. And, and Unishek already came out and said that, or was Sketch. One of them already came out and said that the BR, like you said, it's, it's, that's, it's our, it's the new one. It's the, it's the one everybody knows. It's not the, the really simplified one because yeah. that was from an older build. This is the same clip. He did say both were early, but leaning towards the one with the circle. Right. So, so it could be different from that even. Yes. Anything can change here, but I'm just saying in terms of the, the BR versus this, this is the same clip. And it's the same enemy that he's shooting at. It's the same exact clip. He just switches the way that gun's being fired. You can clearly see that. Uh, fire modes would be cool. I I guess I thought I heard something in regards to it. I could be completely wrong, though. Um, so then later on in the trailer, we had... Uh, I guess we'll just keep this up yeah, because we're already ball. fucking here. Yeah. Um, so then we had the oddball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower the volume on this. So we so see good. we see what we think is the spray, right? If there is a spray. But then again, you can see like the dirt from the wall on it. Yeah, it's overlapping it. Yeah, so maybe that's just an actual decal that's on the wall itself and not. Because, yeah, you're, I mean, it's the Master Chief. Why wouldn't he be on the wall? It's, the ma it's right. It's, why wouldn't Master Chief be on the wall? Yeah, why wouldn't he be on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> so you have what we believe is the new oddball. Um, it's beautiful. I love it. The blue flame is so good. So what? 
Never mind. What, no. What? What? What's your question? I was Something no. Entered? It's got to be the oddball. It's gotta. It, it to me because my uh, part of me now. It, I'm being dumb. Part of me now thinks, what if it's like a new melee weapon that's picked up off the ground? No. That's why I said no. The other thing that popped in my mind when I saw this was like finding skulls in campaign. Sure. But then I'm like, this is a multiplayer reveal. It's well, not going to have fucking campaign no. skulls. And in, in other halos, like uh, the, the skull, the oddball skull is flaming. So it would make yeah, sense yeah. that that's what this is. Yep. But the reason why part of me for a very split second wondered if this was a new melee weapon is because of the Spartan that gets fucking destroyed in a yeah. second by this. Right there. It just fucking flies. It sends them. It, I so love this, this scene. I'm curious if this means oddballs back to a one-hit melee or if that player was weak when they got hit. And oh, it's that's still gotta two. be a one hit. It's got, well, that's yeah. gotta be. That fucker gets obliterated. I don't think you're going to see it in time. I think he's, yeah, already hit. Right, but, but you can see the shields. Yeah. What's up with the explosion then? Um, Was that just a nade? Was that a rocket or something? Yeah, it might have been. So it's many just questions. that fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, there's it's, a rocket yeah, coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that fuck that hit is so good. That it's so good. Um Also, what's with these oddballs always needing to be on fire? What the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> Maddie says it could just be for the cinematic. In that clip where they grapple with the oddball, is it on fire there? Or they recall. grapple with the oddball. Is that in the same trailer? I'm an idiot right now. One hit never works for oddball. Depends on the game and the map. I wish it did work. Um, oddball settings would be changed immediately by the community. I don't know. All right, let's see. So what does he drop there? Does he drop the ball? No, he drops something else. Like, he drops his equipment. Oh, equipment. You see that? Yeah, yeah. What did he drop? And why? That's really my question. Why yeah, did he drop it? As he's it? being sprayed. Yeah. We don't get to see. I bet it deployed something. It might be that drop shield. That could have been. Oh yeah, and then we see. All right, so we'll we'll talk about this. He drops the drop wall in the next scene. You can see it. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, that's same scene then. Um, okay, so here's the next point I wanted to make. This is a combat evolve mechanic is making its return from Halo Five. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what the combat evolve mechanic is, this is where you throw a plasma grenade at a weapon spawn location, um, and the weapon uh, shoots back towards you, um, and then if you catch it then you get what is called a combat evolved. You could do this in Halo 1, hence why it's called combat evolved. Mm -hmm. um, they brought it back in Halo 5, um, so it's nice to see a return again in Halo Infinite, and you can see it being utilized here. And that fucking slice animation is so good, too. Yeah. Like, just brutal. Love good that stuff. Shit. Good stuff. Love it, love it, love it. Um... So there's that. So then the question is, right, if that is the oddball, which we assume it to be, do we get oddball at launch finally and not something that's tacked on? It's got to be. Got to be. I agree. It's in the it's in the trailer. I How agree. not going to have it at launch? I agree. I agree. For those who don't think it's going to be on launch, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Come um, on. Come on. In the – so if we if we go back to the um, BTB portion of this, uh, just a couple things I wanted to quickly point out once we get there. Let's see. We'll talk about the repulsor and everything in a little bit because that's a given. Okay, so 
Um, if we pay attention here at the beginning of the BTB portion. Well, not the beginning, but. So you'll see that the man cannon appears to have been redesigned. Uh, it looks like we have a normal one. Or is that a man cannon out the end of the base there? That's what I would assume. Right? But that looks like the edge of the map. I could be completely wrong. Though. Unless it goes into like this, the bases are up high and there's a little bit of a valley. True. Yeah, so you yeah. see there is what looks to be a redesigned man cannon. And then there it looks to be a traditional man cannon on the base. So I don't know. Is it, that a man cannon down there though? Or is it just a ramp? Well, you'll see. Oh, he flies. Yeah. Yep, that's the same player right there. And you can see that slipstream I was telling you about. Yeah. That the character still has as well. Again, for those listening to this to the audio version of this show, I am so sorry. We're, we're going to sound like we're all over the place. Um, so like I said, this episode especially, please go watch the VOD. Um, Justin says, P.S. No medals seen yet. I don't think... The, the only time I think we'd see medals is in the Vidoc. And even then, we got... We, we, almost, we almost didn't get HUD elements in that Vidoc. Yeah. So it, I guess it really doesn't surprise yeah, me. With, with this one, it was, it's a trailer. It's supposed to be cinematic. Yes. I, they removed all that stuff, I'm assuming, if yes. there was any at the time. Yes. Uh, Eric says, juggling kids, so got to comment while I can. Excited for the possibility for a Warthog passenger to be fun again. Ride a log and grapple jacking vehicles in BTB. Fuck yeah, Eric. Also yes. good to see you, man. Hope you're doing well and hope the kids are doing well. Um, okay, so there is that portion. Um the thing that I wanted to say was at the very end of this, I, I put a couple more notes. I, I love how the weapons feel weighty uh, based off of the, the sounds that they're making in the trailer. And one more thing, just real quick. Go, 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 go. I like the sense of brutality when it comes to the Spartans being hit and shot. Go. Yes. Agree with the brutality, the animations, like uh, in that uh, scene with the energy sword, the guy gets shot in the head with a pistol. And his head just whips back. Amazing. Um, with the weighty weapons, yes. The one thing, and I'm, it's not a negative because we don't know right now. But the one thing I'm, I could maybe be a little worried about is that they're not distinguishable between each other because they all sound kind of that boop 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 boop. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a lot of differentiating uh, sounds right now, but that just might be because we're getting a trailer and not the actual game sounds because it's all being, you know, edited. Yes. So here's what Will was talking about with the pistol and the guy's head being basically just fucking cocked back. Yep. Right there. Just so, uh, incredible. Destroyed. Like, and you hear like, that, you hear that fucking, uh, the, the metal sound. Yeah. The ding. Like just right there. Yeah. So good. And then like this, this new slash animation too. It's just amazing. And then you have, uh, like the very beginning, I think too. When he picks up, yeah, right here. It is cinematic though, so I mean, we don't get a real representation. I think we get a better representation in the Vidoc. Um, Maddie says, "What I love about this trailer is that if you slow it down and listen closely, you can hear the Spartans' death screams in certain scenes." Yes, the yep. oddball one. Yup. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. Um. Justin says four people in the new Warthog too. Oh yeah. So we'll talk about that vehicle in a second as well. So I, from what I've seen so far, yes, there is brutality. Yeah. In the kills. Fuck. Yeah. They're swearing with the, um, are we getting a rated M for mature halo game again? That's what I'm wondering. 
Because the the AI swears, if there's enough of it, it's got to get a. She says hell. Or no, she says ass. She's haul ass. Yeah, get yeah haul ass, bitch. And if we have, because we've learned a little bit more about AI, if we have variations, yes, <laughs> foreshadowing in a future reading, it might be a, it might be an M in our future. I wouldn't. Is it still rating pending? Yes, that's that's what I've seen. Okay. Uh, Maddie says, it seems like most of the non-power weapons are located on the walls. And that's why I was confused too, Maddie, because we talked about it during the, during the reveal event is that based off the wording in the blog post, which we're going to read, not read fully, but get to here in a second, it sounded as though all of them are located on the walls. But as we saw in the trailer, in the Vidoc, no, there are power weapons that are located on, like on the ground via spawn points. So, um, there's that. And then Justin says they're usually leaning up against them. So the racks are a cleaner version. I agree. In today's video, there's a plasma pistols and others on the walls too. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's fine. I, I agree with Justin that they do look cleaner. And also if they make the sound that it made here at the very beginning, you want to just go back. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> here we go. I'm sorry for doing this to you. But if cool. it makes the same sound that it makes when you pick up a weapon like this right now, doof. Like when it, if it makes yeah. that sound every time, oh, that sounds awesome. I'm wondering if that's not picking up the gun, but dropping your other weapon. Ooh. Ooh. Eh? That's a good question. Eh? Eric uh, points fun at me and says, need your mom's permission once again for the midnight release, Josh. <laughs> I won't get into the story time aspect of this. Eric, I love you. Also, fuck you. And... Just know oh, that you were also part of that situation. Game crazy right? days. Those were game crazy days, yeah. Oh, I miss them. When they quote unquote required you to have a parent inside if you were buying a rated M game. <laughs> I mean, the company's gone now. It doesn't matter what the fuck I say. Let's just say I got Grand Theft Auto 4, the collector's edition, and all that was needed was. Yeah, she said it was okay. Um, she might say no. This little hobby <laughs> looks a little bit unhealthy. Oh my god! Would have sold it without, but it was very nice for, of your ma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true. She she is great. She she was fine with me getting what I wanted to get. I mean, I was I'm a spoiled little brat, but still, uh, to this day, you know my uh, my parents never bought me any of those rated M games. I got Grand Theft Auto 4 for the first time from my sister. <laughs> Did you? That's yeah. badass, dude. Yeah. Your sister knew what the fuck was up. Yep, yep she knew what was going on. She fuck, she <laughs> got it. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, so that was the multiplayer trailer. If there's anything anybody else wants to talk about, please put it in the chat. Uh, Will, just stay on this screen. We can just stay on this screen. Yeah, it doesn't not? matter. Uh. So the Waypoint blog post, I'm kind of going in structured order of how things released. So the Waypoint blog post by 343 Industries, this is regarding the Halo um, multiplayer that we just saw. In the days ahead, we've got more, even more in store for you with additional insights and details coming from folks across the studio. Here is a look at what's on tap. So we have the, the Great Journey So Far, which is an Xbox Wire article from Joseph Statton. Um, we're going to read parts of that soon. The 343 Industries Halo Infinite Multiplayer Overview, which was today, which we're going to watch shortly. Halo Infinite Mark 7 Spartan Cosplay Guide, which takes place tomorrow on Tuesday the 15th. 
Cannon fodder on Wednesday the 16th, 343 Loremaster Grim Brother 1 dives into the fiction behind multiplayer maps, vehicles, armors, and more. And then Inside Infinite on Thursday the 24th of June, our monthly blog series returns with a closer look at the future of Halo Waypoint and the work the team is doing to extend your Halo Infinite experience and we'll catch up with members of the live team to talk about player engagement and customization, which is really funny because we basically got all that in the end of the Vidoc anyway. But... More more information is good information. I'll, I'll just take it regardless. So, quintessential Halo. In today's trailer, you'll catch a gl first glimpse um, of two additional pieces of equipment. The threat sensor is an area of effect support device that periodically pulses and illuminates enemy players within its radius, while the aptly named repulsor can be used to deflect projectiles and anything else that gets in the way. So, there is a grapple shot clarification here. This is my sketch. So Mint Blitz tweeted out a picture and said, you can grapple hook with objectives in Halo Infinite. And sketch replied, Hey, definitely don't read too much into this. Screenshots are from internal pre-release builds. Balance is always a priority that will determine if and where it's supported. Okay. He didn't say no. Vehicles have always been a pivotal part of Halo Sandbox, and if it will include an assortment of tried-and-true UNSC classics in addition to Banish-inspired favorites, many of which now support customization. From strafing runs in a Banshee to fireteam incursions in the new Razorback to the satisfying splatter of the Chopper, which is now confirmed. The UNSC's garage is well-equipped for intense Spartan training skirmishes. Are we talking about the, the Razorback later? Yes. Okay, I'll save it for then. Yes, we are. A new generation built to fight. To help ensure all Spartans meet the UNSC's high bar and have the skills necessary to succeed on the battlefield, we're excited to introduce the all-new Academy. Under the mentorship of Spartan Commander Lorette, the, com the Academy offers uh, players the opportunity to hone their skills and get better acclimated with the armaments and environments of Halo Infinite. Recruits will be able to dial in their marksmanship skills at the target range or jump right into customizable training skirmishes and square off against AI-controlled bots. Training mode lets you configure specific loadouts, deploy opponent bots of various skill levels, and practice on your own terms. Bots can also be configured in custom games to tailor the experience and even fill in roster spots for MIA Fireteam members. With new training options, bots to spar against, skill-based matchmaking, and improved systems that deliver better communication of key info to players during a match, we're excited to welcome Spartans of all skill levels to help you battle your way to the top each season. Modes, maps, and more. At the core of Halo Infinite's multiplayer offering is the Arena, which once again pits two teams of four Spartans against each other in a variety of new and returning modes. Halo's Arena has and continues to be defined by fair starts and teams working closely to control key areas of a map while utilizing the sandbox in the most impactful manner. Scavenging also remains a key component. Players will strategically work together to acquire newly spawned weapons off a rack or take down an opponent to loot their equipment and use it against them. Remember your academy training, jump into battle, and revel in the accolades of legendary multiplayer announcer, Jeff Steitzer. When Halo Infinite releases this holiday, it will usher in a long-awaited return of Big Team Battle. This classic series stalwart is back, but bigger and better than ever. Supporting 24 players on large, vehicle-friendly maps, tapping into the full extent of the sandbox. BTB is the epitome of the Halo experience and the ultimate Spartan battle fantasy with Pelicans swooping in to deploy fresh vehicles, weapon ordinance dropping from the sky, and tactical updates from Commander Lorette. And there's an ordinance clarification from... Unishek. They are, they are not killstreaks, if that is your concern. 
The ordinance drop line is just referring to the cool new delivery methods for vehicles and weapons in BTB. In addition to ranked and social matchmaking playlists, players will also experience limited time seasonal events with special rewards on the line. Halo Infinite will also support split screen on Xbox and land play via PC local server. Today's reveal trailer offers a glimpse of a few of the new arena maps and one big team battle map you'll be able to jump into later this year. We'll have additional fictional details for these maps coming as part of the Cannon Fodder blog landing on Wednesday. Expect to hear more about maps and modes further along the road to launch. Express yourself. A key component of the new Halo Infinite multiplayer experience is your personal Spartan that's meant to grow and evolve month after month, season after season. Players will have more options than ever before to customize your Spartan and make it uniquely yours. Each season will feature a new assortment of customization pieces and components that can be earned via gameplay, challenges, events, and purchase. We've said this before, but it bears saying again, there will be no loot boxes or elements of chance if you decide to purchase an optional customization item. And of course, all of Halo Infinite Spartan customization elements are purely cosmetic and have no impact to gameplay. The Armor Hall offers more per-piece customization options than any prior Halo game, including everything from helmets to visors to gloves to shoulder pads and more. Customization doesn't stop at armor. You'll be able to earn and apply coatings to weapons and vehicles too. And that helpful and humorous voice you hear in the trailer? It's one, of exa- it's one example of the new personal AI that you'll be, able to hear, you'll be able to equip during multiplayer matches. They also help capture objectives, as pictured below in the article. And, um... The final game will include even more ways to customize your Spartan than what we're showing today. There are a few surprises left to share. So, we know who the suit AI voice voice actress is. Her name is Erica Ishii, and I probably mispronounced that last name, and I apologize, Erica, if I did. Um, But she states on Twitter, that's me. I cannot believe that's me. I've joined Halo Infinite as suit AI. They're efficient, pleasant, and touch um, intense, and only a little thirsty. Hello, let's do some damage. Erica also voices uh, Apex Legends' Valkyrie and Destiny 2's Anna Bray and Critus and other characters as well. So that's fucking cool. To fully support our goals and expand the player, player expression in Halo Infinite, the team has designed a new friend and foe system for multiplayer games. At a high level, this function is an outline system that uses different colors to denote friends and foes. These colors are configurable for accessibility purposes, and whatever colors you assign will match your scoreboard, team bases, and team flags. This isn't depicted in the reveal trailer due to its more cinematic nature, but we'll have more details to share down the road, and Halo Insiders will be able to check it out firsthand during technical previews later this summer. And then at the end of the article, they talk about signing up for the Insider program. If you haven't already, just fucking do it. My words, not theirs. Um, Justin says, if they don't have a British one or bring in casters to add voices, I'll riot. I want Golden Boy in my ear, like Beth said about Sims. Funny you say that. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, and then I just wanted to get to this other article that released as well at the same time. So Halo Infinite, The Great Journey So Far. This is by Joseph Statton, the head of creative for Halo Infinite. Even though launch is a huge moment, it's just the beginning of Halo Infinite's great journey. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. A major focus for our team is the content we'll deliver after the game is shipped and work has already started on our first year of content and beyond. You saw some examples of that effort in our multiplayer trailer with tons of Spartan customization options that will be part of our very first season, Heroes of Reach, including a super sweet Yoroi Spartan. And in case you were wondering, that Yoroi armor is free and you can unlock it just by playing events in season one. 
So the samurai armor that you saw at the end of the multiplayer reveal trailer is going to be um, an event set that'll be included um, in, I believe, in season one. So there you go. When it comes to gameplay, our goal is to deliver a multiplayer experience that honors classic Halo combat while also offering new players the support needed to jump in and have a great time. To that end, we're introducing the Spartan Academy and Spartan Commander Lorette, who will help players familiarize themselves with maps, weapons, and equipment. We're also introducing mop matches to, uh, so players new and old can warm up before they hit the battlefield. We've got more in store for bots and the Academy content over the time, and we look forward to rolling out as the game evolves. And that gets at the heart of our other focus, making Halo Infinite a game that will grow over time with the community. It's incredibly important that all of you are partners in this journey, and we're dedicated to listening to your feedback and continuing to improve the game over time. As we try new things and take risks, we'll listen closely to the community to understand what players love and what we need to re-examine as we go forward. For the first time in franchise history, we're getting a chance to really dig in and deliver new experiences for our players. Some things you might expect, like new maps and modes, but we might just have a few more surprises up our sleeves that you'll see in the months following our launch this year. Lastly, while today is a largely, as largely a celebration of Halo Infinite's multiplayer experience, I'd be remiss if I didn't also speak to those tantalizing bits of the campaign we shared during the showcase. We're continuing the story of the Master Chief and Cortana from Halo 5, but also telling a story that's welcoming for new players. Cortana's fate is one of the Infinite's campaign's big mysteries, and early in the story, you'll meet a new UNSC AI, the Weapon, that was created to help stop Cortana. Together with the pilot, the Master Chief, and the Weapon, begin an epic adventure to explore Zeta Halo, defeat the banished folk, uh, forces who control the ring, and unravel even more mysteries along the way. So, Cortuna Impostana is the Weapon. She's still Cortuna Impostana. Uh, what's up, Shot? Welcome, man. Okay, so uh, that was a lot of reading. I apologize, um, but I thought it was all pretty relevant information to what we were talking about. And again, if you want to read the entire article, both of them in their entirety, check out the show notes, the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Links are included in there, exclamation point show notes in chat if you're watching live or you're checking out the VOD on Twitch, I guess you could say, because there's chat replay. Um, Will, shall we watch the Vidoc? Sure. Let's yes, get the of course. Fuck yeah, let's get the fuck into it. So, this is the Vidoc uh, that just released today. We're going to watch through the entire thing. We'll go through the notes that we have. If there's anything else that we see, we can talk about it after the fact. Everybody share your thoughts, post them in the chat. Let's get the fuck into it. the feeling of like being in a firefight and hearing the, the click of the gun, throwing it down, grabbing one off the wall. My gunner's upside down and he's like laying in. I see kill assist, kill assist, kill assist. Any pistol across any of the games. Whatever gun allows me to feel the most like John Wick, I am there. I remember how excited I was with like this big 
combat with vehicles going all over the place. Halo means something different for everyone, right? I think that that's what makes Halo great. What is Halo multiplayer? And for me, it boils down to this tight arena style combat and big team battle, this wide open vehicle infused uh, kind of combat. We're taking that awesome legacy or classic Halo combat experience and modernizing it in ways that'll feel fresh to old players and really exciting to new players. We're gonna give you great ways to customize your Spartan, really make your super soldier your own, and we're kicking off a journey, an experience that's gonna evolve month to month, season to season, year after year. For me, working through this multiplayer of this game, and the toughest challenge I think was really about how do we respect the legacy of what came before us, but still build something that feels new. We've tried to bring all these elements of legacy and really inject them into Halo Infinite, not just like in a, in a, in a way where you kind of won't notice it, where you feel like, oh, they really designed this to be a celebration of previous Halo, as well as an iteration of where Halo can go next. The vision of Arena was all about a tight experience. It was all about being fair. It was all about earning everything on the map, earning everything, every kill you get. Going back to like what is the core foundation of what made the great Halo multiplayer Arena matches great. Halo, it's really about fair and balanced starts. So everybody's on equal footing when they come off the rip. And then once they start running around, it's about scavenging. It's about finding new toys and, and kind of developing your play style as you run through the match. What makes Halo feel like Halo? Um, I feel like uh, the answer to that question is, is the sandbox. Like, the sandbox is Halo. When we set out to look at Halo Infinite from a high level and the direction of what it is, there's lots of exciting things there because we really wanted to push what are the things that are true to Halo, but what are the things that fans haven't seen yet? Equipment is back, but equipment is kind of has the has a has a bigger voice than ever before. We ask questions to ourselves of uh, if you could go after you know a power weapon to get a bunch of kills, uh, would you do that, or could you go and get grapple to make sure that you swing yourself to the other side of a map to back cap a stronghold? We saw that as like another avenue of not just skill expression but tactics for teams to coordinate around. The exciting combinatory nature of you know, this toy plus this toy and how those interact with objectives is super amazing. Looking at how the power-ups play, like your classic power-ups, like the overshield and the active camouflage. For this title, what we're looking at, what we're excited for, is you pick that up and you choose when you activate it. It goes into your inventory. If you haven't used it and someone kills you in multiplayer, you drop that overshield and then they can take it, use it for themselves. That to me is very legacy, but we took the equipment side of it and modernized it. When it comes to the vehicles, we went in and decided to invest a lot in the, the systems. When I take damage in my Warthog, uh, my, my wheels can get blown off, my hood can get blown off. There's different aspects of the vehicle that change how my vehicle handles now. And that's something that's brand new. The other thing we added to that is like this doomsday mechanic. So when you hit this threshold, the vehicle catches fire and it's very much, you've got a certain amount of health or a certain amount of time, and you gotta choose what you wanna do with the last minutes of this vehicle. We've got a cousin to the Warthog, which is the Razorback. 
the back has this like multi-storage compartment that you can put a lot of stuff into. So if you want to put like detached turrets, power weapons, fusion coils, objectives, and that is what's really making uh, the Razorback kick a lot of butt in MP and campaign. The levels define pace for the game, how frantic it is, and they define that iconic fantasy for players as they're entering that match. What do they want to do? Um, what type of experience are they hoping to have? What kind of combat, what kind of dance floor is there available to have that combat in? For me, BTV is all about experiencing uh, the full extent of the sandbox of Halo in just one match, right? Like you see the vehicles, the weapons, the equipment. We really wanted to take that kind of concept, those feels you had, you know, playing the, play, playing the previous games, and just turn the volume up. Vehicles are no longer just spawning at bases anymore. We have pelicans delivering them, and we have a commander in your ear telling you that pelicans are going to be dropping off these vehicles. Scorpion tank is inbound. We have Halo 2-style Delta Halo mission weapon pods that fall from the sky to resupply the field. That's where it makes it feel like, like a real battlefield, and, and it's very exciting. This is not just more players. This is just this certain beautiful slice of sci-fi chaos. The announcer is your big gameplay moments, your game modes, just like the way it was before. Play, catch. Personal AI is really a reflection and information for the player. Personal AI, designation button. So if a player grabs a flag, your personal AI is gonna tell you to you know, get that thing back to base and give you some like moment-to-moment -moment updates. Our team took the enemy flag. What if we can let players choose their own AI and each one of those are different voices so that players can find the one that fits their personality and their mood the best? They, they add to the sense of like me as a, as a Spartan being more important. And, and for us in multiplayer, it is really about becoming a Spartan, your Spartan. You are you inside of the Halo universe. The body of customization content that we have on day one ensures that there will be millions of customization combinations for Spartans on the battlefield. That includes things like armor coatings, uh, armor emblems, various armor effects, down to the individual armor pieces. So your shoulders, your gloves, your knee pads, your helmet, your visor, your helmet attachments. Then you look at weapons and we've got a whole slew of customization offerings there. Vehicles have a, have a huge pool of customizations too. We support customization in the game. Players can do the same thing on halowaypoint.com as well as the Halo Waypoint app. The player also customizes the Spartan, the soldier inside the suit. We want the Spartan to represent the player as much as possible. They can change their body type and their voice, as well as choose prosthetics for the first time. Coatings offer us a unique opportunity to craft some hyper-polished looks and let you express yourselves in ways you've never been able to before. So we're coming at this from a player-first mentality. So what that means is that there's no random loot in this. There's no loot boxes. It's very important to us that everyone understands exactly how they unlock customization content. And we have a variety of places where they can do that. First off is the Battle Pass. The Halo Battle Pass will never be taken away from you. And what I mean by that is once you buy it, it's yours and does not expire. In future seasons, you can purchase old battle passes as well as the current battle pass and choose which battle pass to put your progression towards. 
All of these rewards are single source, so you're never gonna be confused about where things come from. If you can unlock something in the battle pass, we're not gonna let any other players circumvent that by purchasing it out of the storefront. A lot of our stuff is unlocked through playing the game and only through playing the game. All customization is just cosmetic. Every season will have its own theme and introduce new components, new looks, new gameplay for players, new opportunities to earn and collect cool rewards. We've seen the, the samurai already. That's one of our event armor cores, and that's gonna be something that players can earn through gameplay for free. With us going free to play for the multiplayer part of the game, like that was a big goal because, you know, how do we have a way we can always bring players in, right? And they can, when we have a new update, there's, there's they'll just dip their toes in if they even just want to see it. Not only are we free to play, but we're free to play on PC as What's well up, as Brooks? Console. Welcome. What that means is- We're just checking out the Vidoc first and then we'll talk about things. Had. Everybody gets to play with no barriers. And even better, your progression carries from one platform to the next. Getting our game to be on PC and console at the same time is an amazing chance for us to really just kind of excite new players about the game. How can we do things like make cross-play interesting and like even in just customs, being able to just play with your friends. It, like some people have PCs and some people have consoles and like let them talk to each other, let them be friends. Why are you here? To be a Spartan. The Academy is a place that you can go uh, with an MP to kind of onboard into the experience. It's great for newer players who are still picking up the controls and also people who want to warm up before they head into matchmaking. It's a series of experiences, both a tutorial to get started for the first time, weapon drills to practice with specific items, and also training mode that you can use to just get warm, explore the game as you want to. For players who are new to Halo, let's help them learn what this universe is about. Some of these characters, what, what are they about? and help them kind of know the vocabulary that people have been speaking for now almost 20 years so that we, when they come in there, they don't feel like they're behind everyone else. They can kind of come in on an even footing. I mean, I'm super jazzed about bots. I think they're awesome. Our goal with bots has been to have a variety of difficulties that kind of provide a good training partner for wherever you're at in the experience. Partnering with our players on the road to launch and after launches Absolutely crazy. Unishek. Right. I mean, Halo's always been about the community conversation. We want to make sure we hear our players, make changes where we can based on that feedback, make sure the game is ready for launch, and then even beyond launch. What I'm genuinely excited about is taking the game out of our hands and putting it into the community's hands. You know, whether it's seeing what people make in Forge or the content that they're able to create with theater, watching streamers go after the game. To get involved, you go to haloinsider.com, put in your info with your gamer tag, and we should be able to reach out to you if we want to invite you to a Halo Infinite flight. We feel like we've got a pretty good selection at launch and what's going to be there for our fans. And this isn't going to be something that is just a static set of items. We have some new stuff in the works already and just can't wait to really get into that as soon as this game comes out. New maps, new modes, new ways to customize your Spartan, launches just the beginning. Now we're just gonna be able to talk, interact more frequently, and that's just gonna be great. That is the future of Halo Infinite multiplayer. Thank you to the community for all their feedback over the years so far, and uh, I'm looking forward to the road to launch, launch itself, and beyond.
Okay. Brooks, welcome. Hope you're having a great night. Uh, says, uh, so damn soaked for the Academy and bots. I wonder how much the Academy will offer in terms of higher level competitive insight. Uh, we'll talk about what it means to call out someone as one shot. We'll discuss CTF strategy, spawn trapping. Who knows? I don't want to rain on a parade, but I don't think so. I think this is very basic. Yeah. Um, I think this is just for like literally to get brand new players acclimated to how the game works. What I would love to see though, is something like that potentially down the line. Um, and he says, I hope not. It'll put my program in the dirt. <laughs> I don't think you have anything yes. to worry about there, man. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk about some of the things that we saw there as well. I, I, I took some notes. We'll chime in anytime you'd like. Are you we ready? For it. So there was a new three, four, three industry splash screen at the very beginning of the trailer. I just really want to show it again because I thought it was really fucking awesome. Like legit. So here's that. God, it looks so good. And then you have the halo outside as well. Yeah. God damn. It looks so good. It's good. Um, so we had our first look at the UI or the supposed UI. Again, this is all very early. This is all purely speculative because we can only go based off of what we saw. Uh, so it looks like we get a look at the UI in a multiplayer match. Um, it looks like there was a point structure for kills and, and more. So there's a hundred points for a kill, 50 for an assist, 25 for a minor objective action. That's defeat a bomb or ball carrier, um, type of action. And then 300 for a major objective action, like, like capturing a flag. Um, now Justin said that what's going on with the 100 points thing. I don't want halo four X, uh, esque points again. Um, I have no idea what that's actually going to be around. Is there going to be a point structure in the game? Is that experience points towards your battle pass? I don't know. Personally, the thing well, I don't play Fortnite. We played like that one time, once in a blue moon, you know? Yeah, yeah. What I do like about what they've been doing is that anything and everything that you do contributes experience to your battle pass. And if Halo, if Halo is going in that direction, I'm all for it. I think that's awesome because it'll keep people engaged because no matter what they're doing, they're always progressing. It's like the... Like Destiny 2 notwithstanding, but it's like the Destiny 1 grind where you always felt as though you were progressing towards something better. And and now with like Fortnite's battle pass system, it, it if there if Infinite is going in that direction, I like that. Um Brooks says, I wonder if there'll be a flag uh slayer game type like an action sack on MCC if it's more like what you're saying about XP on or Halo 4 score. That didn't necessarily add to the team score. I do not know. But like I said, if they're going in the Fortnite scenario. I, I could be totally down for that where every little thing that you do contributes XP towards your battle pass. Just keeps things moving, keeps you engaged, keeps you wanting to get back in. Um, and also the, the HUD itself looked like it was a modern kind of minimalistic approach. Uh, again, this is, it looks, we know that this is early. We know that this is not technically finalized yet, but, uh, you, we, we got to see the shield at the top. Um, we saw, the equipment in the grenade indicator on the right. We saw the mini map, uh, 
with what looked to be a reduced radius on the left. Um, and then like your kill feed was on the left above the radar as well. Again, in kind of a minimalistic design. And then your point structure kind of popped up like almost near the middle to the left a little bit as to what was taking place there. So there's that. Will, is there anything you'd like to add? Okay. So I, I kind of broke these things out in terms of like social and BTB. Um, because again, we haven't seen anything competitive yet. So let's just go based off of that. So in the social aspect of the Vidoc, right? The repulsor, which was used in the multiplayer trailer to, uh, shoot back, uh, plasma, uh, uh, plasma pistol, fully charged shot, which would break your shields. Traditionally, the repulsor knocked it back and hit it at the enemy instead. In the Vidoc, what we saw was the repulsor used in a more movement-based way where the Spartan looked down at the ground, used the repulsor, and was able to get up to a bigger height and use his gravity hammer to get a multi-kill. Um, so clearly there are multiple functions that these equipment pieces can be utilized, which is cool. I think that was cool. Um, nothing really crazy there, but it was just cool to see. So then... We probably get into my biggest contention point. Um, and I'm fine if people want to, sh- uh, people want to shit on me for this. So you can grapple camo and overshield. Um, we already know you can grapple weapons. We already know you can grapple Spartans. We already know you can grapple vehicles. So it just kind of makes sense that you can grapple equipment too. And that is what they're treating these power-ups as is equipment. So much so that camo and overshield probably among other power-ups, depending upon what other power-ups are in the game, they can now be banked in your inventory when picked up, allowing you to choose when you activate it. Acting like equipment, if you fail to activate it when you die, like before you die, you drop it for somebody else to scavenge and they can then bank it, use it whenever they'd like to. So, Will and I talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Yes, this was not competitive at all. This was just social. So I understand. My standpoint, I'm just going to get this out here. My standpoint on this, regardless from a competitive standpoint, is and my first literal reaction when I saw it in the Vidoc for the first time was, that looks broken. And all I could think about is, to me... They, they say this, that they're trying to make infinite a game for everybody and to be, uh, and to be fair and everything. And something that I've felt halo has always been just from a halo standpoint is everybody is off on a even foot, obviously when the match starts, but you fight over power weapons, you fight over power ups, you fight over areas of the map. That's what it's always felt like. That's always, always, it's always what it's been like. So when I hear that, at least in a social aspect, you're able to, like the grappling of them, okay, we don't know the radius of how long you can grapple something from, so that's kind of a different conversation once we know that information. So as of right now, I just, that's, it's fine, we stick with it. But the fact that you're able to bank it, the the example that I gave to Will, and obviously Will, like, but against, but against me here, um, what I said to Will was, the, the contention around Halo 4 and Halo 5 Sprint, and I guess Sprint and Halo in general, right? One of the contention points is, oh, the person can just run away and get away from the fight. It, 
So in Halo 4, sure, because your shields can recharge when you run. Like, whatever. That's notwithstanding. In Halo 5, your shields don't recharge. But in Halo Infinite, if I'm fucking... If I'm in a 1v1 fight against somebody, and I obviously don't know at this point... I like I, I don't know what equipment they have either, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they have OSO camo. I don't. All I know is that it's off the map, technically speaking. Because obviously I went there and it's not there. So somebody's got to have it or it was burned, right? I just don't know. And I also need to preface this. Will, you'll probably mention this too. We don't know timings yet. Nope. We don't know how this is going to work. So this is purely speculative speculative on my front being a negative Nancy. So my worry is that when I'm accustomed to Halo being as fair as possible, I guess you could say, what? Okay. No, I got a counterpoint. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say there's armor abilities. There's Spartan abilities that have been in five and whatnot, but regardless, if I'm in a one V one gunfight and the person sprints around a corner and I, let's say I have the advantage in, because I was shooting at that person, obviously. So I have the advantage. They weren't shooting at me. They're running away. And I want to chase that kill because I feel I have the upper hand. I'm just making mental notes here. Okay. I feel I have the advantage. So I want to push that because I feel as though I can get that kill. I go in there, come to find out in that second that it took for me to get up to him, that person activated overshield and I'm more than likely done. Advantage immediately gone from my side because I felt as though I clearly had that gunfight won. That's what I'm worried about. Okay. I think that this could just create more dynamic plays, right? Because we do see a lot. Let's take uh, HCS Truth. Camo is burned consistently. Yes. Maybe a player gets away with it. I mean, if at a high level, players get away with it maybe twice a game at towards end game because they're always fought over, it feels like. Yeah, this, because you have timings down. Yeah, so this gives you a chance to get away. Um. One, if your team, it, it's a it's a team-based game. I know you're giving a 1v1 example. Yeah. But if your team doesn't know where it is, you should know not to push and chase a kill because you're going to fall into a trap. They're baiting, right? I mean, how do I know that that player's baiting? It's a team-based game, though. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you don't know that that player's baiting, but I would just think the smarter player would be not chase the kill. But let someone else get... Like from a, a, if you have map set up, if you have anything else, right? Like get damage okay. on the guy. Sure. If you don't know where the power ups are, you should kind of know that someone's going to have that advantage somewhere. What, what if I thought it was burned though? Well, then that's, that's, that's something like, I can't guarantee that it's still there. I can't guarantee that somebody else has it, but your team should be able to know that it was either someone popped it and burned it and died with it or if your team never saw it and it hasn't been used, it's got to be on the map somewhere because they drop it if they die. Okay. So there's got to be, there's information, right? It's an information game first. Sure. But we're also talking in a social aspect where players aren't paying much attention. Right. So it's social then. Why? Why? I mean, it is what it is. You're going to have freaking get rocketed across map without anyone, you know, (laughs) it's social. Sure. 
So I don't know. I I think it'll just create a bigger dynamic. It's you know like I don't know. I can't knock it till it's I right. I haven't it. played it. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Is it is it it's different? Yeah, it's something that. I'm just saying, I, I am guaranteeing you that your opinion is going to change immediately when it happens against you. Because yeah, that, that is exactly what this feels like to me. It's It just doesn't feel, it doesn't look like it's going to feel good at all. Yeah. Or, you know, there's also the aspect of if sometimes like your team can get camo, but you just slayed them out and now they're spawning all the way across map. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to them again, if it's a BTB or a large arena map, camo has gone anyway. Had that happen. Yeah. There's, I think there's... And we don't know timings yet. So we don't know how that's going to factor in either. I feel like it's got to be static or from the moment it's picked up off the map. It can't be from the usage time. Right. It, and But at, but then, it, again, uh, the thing we were talking about before, too, is like what happens then... Let's say it's a static timer, right? What, what if it's... I would, I would honestly like to see... If you hold on to it for that long, you're either A, dead... Or B, it just goes away when the new one comes up. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Because like, it is very rare for a person to be alive that long, mm-hmm. but it can happen. Yeah. So I just want to know if I'm, if I'm a player and I have it and I have fucking OS and I'm just chilling. I'm just straight up chilling. Nobody finding me. I'm going to rock, bitch. Timer winds down. Next one spawns up. I don't even care if a teammate gets it. The enemy team gets it. I want to know if mine goes away. That's what I really want to know. And, yeah. Or are we having multiple instances of camo and OS from someone camping in a corner? That's with what it? I really want to know. I just don't think it's all negative with this. I think it could, it creates a different dynamic and um, it does. And that's fine. It's new. I haven't played it. I'm just going based off what I saw. And we also did see there was quite a time, quite amount of time where you have to punch it in your fucking chest. Yeah, and we, yeah, yeah the, the player who, because we saw that, the player ran around the corner, and he was, like, trying to punch it in, and he got the kill before he was able to do that. Right. So, timing's everything, I guess. Sure, sure. Um, Let's see. Shirzy basically said exactly what we said. Also, welcome, Shirzy1. Uh, can I just say that we loved, loved your infinite based off of Bo Burnham's inside video that you guys posted. Oh, it was yes. phenomenal. Phenomenal. One of the best pieces of thing. One of the best pieces of content I've ever seen on the internet. That was phenomenal. He says, make options for all, it makes options for all plays. What if that player is baited you into pushing knowing he can pop a West and open up the map? Exactly. It's just, it irritates me that that can even be a scenario. Like if he, if I run in there and he jumps over me and ninjas me, that's an outplay in my scenario, because he out, he absolutely outplayed me. But if he just runs around the corner and pops OS when I feel as though I unless he has a shotgun, in which case he outplayed me, he had a shotgun, whatever. This is so. Why isn't the OS or camo considered in that situation, just like a shotgun or something else? Because these are because they've always been. This is, I really don't want to sound like one of those classic Halo shills, I, but I'm going to. I'm sounding like it because it's never been like that. And I'm not saying, it, I've always said it needs to evolve, right? It needs to evolve. But I'm telling you, 
when it happens to you for the first time, you're going to say, this is fucking stupid. And then we're going to have a different conversation. Now, like I said, though, when you use it against somebody else, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great because like, ah, fuck you. I did it. But when it happens to you the first time, you're going to be like, that's not good. I'm just going to go in with the mindset. It's just like someone runs in around a corner with a, with like a pistol and H5. Yeah. And you don't realize they have the shotgun. You run after them and they switch and they shotgun you. It's the same thing. It's a literally the same I thing. I can see that. I can what? see that. I can see that. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Justin says, first time my OS gets grappled for away from me, I'm going to snap. <laughs> then Brooks says, oh my God, imagine it gets ripped out of your hands. Jeez. Um, Justin, like us, uh, I just want to know how the timing will work. Once activated at times or once pocketed, right? Um, Beth says, I asked that for the Ask 343 thing. So hopefully that's one of the questions they choose to answer. Absolutely. I hope so as well, Beth. Also welcome, Beth. Good to see you as well. Um, Justin says, imagine grabbing OS and bringing it back to your team sniper. I mean, hey, sets up plays. You would have to die then for him to get it. Or just kill yourself. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Drop I mean, a couple dates at me. Same difference, right? <laughs> you would have to die. Well, or, like, yeah. True. <laughs> um, absolutely true. Justin says, drop a link. It's so good. It's so good, Justin. It's so good. Uh, Justin says, I missed the red ball. Walk into that bitch to activate. I mean, hey, um, let's see here. Shirzy says, thank you. Uh, it was a lot of fun to put together. Sitting in the dressing gown with a ring light strapped to my head was not how I saw my night going. It was so good. Your voice is really good too, by the way. Uh, Justin says, like ground pounder armor lock. Fun when you do it, aggravating when against you. Uh, says, no, you could swap for other equipment. True. This feels like it's going to be like a special slot though, right? It's True. Gotta be. It sounds like it. I don't know. We didn't see it in the, we didn't see it in the, the HUD. HUD. Correct. Um, Imagine tossing OS like in Griff Ball. Oh God. Jesus Christ. That's getting out too far out there. No, but it sets up plays. It does. <laughs> you, you bring it back to your base, drop it down, give it to your main slayer, be like, push. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's just the run. Yes. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Yo, Silver Haze for the follow. Thank oh. you so much. Greatly appreciated. Thank Welcome. You, thank you. Welcome to the live show. Okay, so there was that, right? And then we did see, along with the new outline system, we did see traditional red versus blue gameplay as well. Very small snippets, but we did see it. Um, I did not notice the outlines as much, to be honest. Yeah, they weren't. It was funny, though. I saw a red outline on a blue Spartan and it freaked me out. Like my mind was like, wait a second. Wait, is that, wait, is that an enemy or not? And yeah, it is obviously. Um, yo, silver. What's up, man? Seven viewers. What the heck? What do you mean? Um, but yeah, so there's, there's that. We did see a little bit of that as well. Okay, so let's get into BTB. Is there anything else you want to talk about the social uh, multiplayer aspect before we go to BTB? No, go ahead. Okay, uh, chat, <laughs> if you guys see anything as well, please post it in the chat. Um, bamboozled by the blue on red. It was so weird. All right, BTB. 
Did we see the return of Rocket Race? It's what it looked like. At the very beginning, they showed off like a, a snippet of them on mongooses with rockets. So it looked sure. like Rocket Race is going to be in there. Um, Justin says, I love it. We actually get to see our customized Spartans. You actually do. Uh, Brooks says, I was thinking about that, actually. I was wondering if people would actually change their Spartans each game to be the other team's color to try and mess with them, assuming they had red and blue and not other colors, of course. That'd be fucking crazy. Mm. Uh, Beth says, I didn't notice the outline at first either, which for me is a good thing. I'm glad it's not like a neon light thi- uh, light up thing, like an H5 spectator mode. Um, Agreed. Yo, Silver, I appreciate it, man. Uh, Brooks says, yo, I fucking love Rocket Race, please. You're great, Silver. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, it looked like we saw the return of Rocket Race at the at the beginning of that uh, BTV segment. So that was cool. Um, there's going to be more visual damage to vehicles. So we saw a wheel that was literally off of, or the, our tire that was literally off of the entire wheel um, from the Warthog. And we saw it still driving. Um, hoods can fall off as well, apparently. So there's going to be a- even more destruction variability there. And then I saw the wing on the ghost in that same clip was also damaged. So um, again, just further destruction to vehicles, which is really cool. Along with an added doomsday action with vehicles, which is a certain amount of time and damage before the vehicle will explode. So when the vehicle's on fire and it's beeping at you, you know, Mm -hmm. now instead of it's needing to be shot at to be destroyed when it's in that state, the doomsday state, um, if you either give it a certain amount of damage or a certain amount of time expires, which will you kind of what? Three seconds? About three seconds. Okay. Yeah. So if that's what it is, then the vehicle will just explode and anybody in it will die with it. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Um, will you asked if I was going to talk about this? I said, yes, the Razorback vehicle. It's a, it, it's a warthog esque without a turret and extra uh, space for people among other things. So the vehicle has storage compartments for weapons, detached turrets, fusion coils, objectives, etc. And again, two more spots for uh, additional Spartans. Um, so Will, did you want to did you want to touch on the Razorback? I just was curious about putting equipment in the back of a Razorback. You know, like. You can like I think they showed you can literally put a like they said you can put a flag back there you can put an objective back mm-hmm. there and then have all four. You have your whole fucking squad if you're running fours, which makes me think there's not juggling because it takes away that. You maybe you for the can't record drop, we did not see juggling. Maybe we can't drop a flag. I don't. Know. Why put it like? So I don't know. in this trailer because Maddie we saw I think the him. Well, we saw there was a section where they captured the flag. I remember that. Do we remember where it happened, though? That's what I want to know. I'm basically just going to skip ahead and see if we can get to it here. Of course, it's taking five years to load, which is cool. They said you could store a flag solo caps, yo. Fuck yeah, so dude. one thing I noticed, you can see it right here. You can see your teammates through the walls. Yeah. So that's the, the, my question is, is that a, 
Because I th- that happened multiple times. Yeah. In the trailer. Like during the red versus blue segment, like when they're actually I literally think it's it's the oh, maybe it wasn't that. There's a section where they're like doing uh it might be this right here, actually. It's right after this, I think. So this is one of the red versus blue sections that I'm talking about in the trailer here. Swing yourself to the other side of a map to. You see the outline there too? Yeah. But here's the funny thing, right? Look, the red players also outlined behind the legs behind the crate or behind that object. He's trying to capture that base. He's blue. That's a blue player sliding. That's a red player sliding. It's a blue outline. Back cap a stronghold. Yes. Which sounds like another avenue of not just Skillix. What? That was all teammates on that screen. Oh, I thought that was a red player. Either way. Oh, that okay. Um, but there that's there you go. Uh yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that is that actually part of me thought that was spectator shit, but we didn't see it. We didn't see the reds. We didn't see it. We just saw the blues. Same thing here. You don't see That's weird. Why can you see them from the, oh, that's weird. Is that intent? Like, are you just, are you always going to be able to see your teammates through walls? I mean, it could be good from like, a. they, they, they even said, um, ways to assist you on the battlefield or whatever. Yeah. God, that's weird. I don't, I don't know. Um, let's see. Ooh. Oh yeah, I've been in this video. I need to. Oh, it's okay. He says, uh, "Getting rid of flag." Uh, Brooks says, "Getting rid of flag juggling will be blasphemous." Um, Beth says, "Yeah, I really hope. Uh, I really hope there's juggling, and we just didn't see it. I feel like they made such a big deal about juggling being back in Halo Five. Uh, feels like it'd be dumb to take it away again in the next title." Brooks says, "Was sitting for four minutes the uh, the other day under the enemy base on standoff with their flag and no teammate to drive me on the goose right above me. I wish I could have uh, but a flag on that thing in in that moment." True. That would have been cool. Uh, Silver says, going to be dope. 12 on 12. Brooks says, see, I was right. He duped you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Justin says, guys, we'll all be running Seeker anyway. Fuck you, Justin. We're not <laughs> running goddamn Seeker. He's still trying. That shit out of here. Still trying. I, did you see what I what I messaged him, though? No. I think it was Pixel Flare uh, talked about like his love for Seeker or something like that, and I, and I sent that to Justin. I sent the tweet to Justin like, shit. Nice. Um, Did we see grenade markers? I thought we did in the campaign reveal. We did. Yeah, we talked about that. I think only when you actually hit. Yeah, I don't think it was based off the explosion. I think it was based off of an actual like tag tag on him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Beth says, am I tripping or can't you see your teammates uh, tags through walls in Halo 5? If so, I really don't see that being much different. You're, you're not wrong. You can. You're not wrong. I'm pretty sure, right? You can. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's weird just, seeing the whole outline. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, it, it was weird. It'll get it'll it'll be something to get used to. Like, and it probably won't take long at all. But it's just it's just weird. Yeah, it's just. Are they always going to be blue? Uh, that You can set it. You can set it. That's true, too. God, this is going to be kind of weird thinking about all this. Um, 
Everything I've seen about hit markers says they'll show up if you hit the person with the nade, but not by the explosion. Okay, good. Justin says, I didn't, I didn't notice. What's the point of the marker grenade if you can just use a normal one? The mark, you mean the, the pulse? So you have a constant, like, uh, UAV, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah, like Brooks says, wider radius. So yeah, that sounds, sounds good. Um, okay. The vehicles no longer spawn only at bases in BTB. Vehicles are also dropped in via Pelican around the maps. Just to kind of break it up a little bit. That's kind of cool. Weapon pods come into the maps to resupply. And then again, there's another shot of sprinting with the flag. But like Will mentioned, it's just been a BTB. We didn't see it otherwise. Yeah. And in the clip that we saw in the Vi- in the Vidoc where the it was capture the flag on the social on one of the normal arena maps, um, they just walked it in. That is true. They were right next to it though. So but they, they did just walk it in, if I'm not mistaken. Who knows? We need it. We need more info. Um, yeah, but if it's H5 nade markers, it's the same thing. But, well, no, na- H5 nade markers is if you throw a nade and hit, like, in the blast radius hits the enemy, you'll get a hit marker. With this, with infinite, it seems like if you hit the enemy literally with the physical grenade, you'll get a hit marker. But if you hit it with the blast radius, no. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Um, and no weapons with flag. Yeah. So like we mentioned, two-handed, you don't get a side, you don't get your sidekick. And that's that. And the other thing we mentioned is that we never see anybody drop the flag. Mm-hmm. So that's where our juggling conversation came into play. We, like I said, we never saw anybody physically drop the flag. So are you able to, are you not able to? We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Player expression, the personal AI, the appearance and personality are able to be customized in the armor hall. I like this. I like it as well. Makes it sound like voice packs are coming and or included in the battle pass of some kind. Hell yeah. I'm fucking in. Um, all right. So customization. Armor coatings, emblems, and effects. So armor effects are coming back. Weapons and vehicles. Body type and voice are able to be customized. And prosthetics are able to be customized for the first time. So left and right arm and left and right leg. All can be configured within the Waypoint website and the application, which we'll have more information on in the Inside Infinite blog post later this month. Monetization. Purchasable battle passes that do not expire. All rewards are single source. All customizations are only able to be obtained from playing the game. Samurai armor is an event armor core. Okay. The Academy. Academy looks to be an actual hub play space. So not just like a, a menu that you pick from, but like an actual place that you go into and you you choose the location that you want to go to, which is really cool. There is a tutorial. There's weapon drills. Apparently there's a movement drill as well. If you pay attention to the to the scene where you get to customize your AI, mm-hmm. uh, behind that, there's a room for movement. Oh. So there's that. 
and bots will have a variety of difficulty options, which they did say they didn't really touch on though. So we don't know what those difficulty options are, what that skill gap is. So I don't know. Justin says, remember when I said hub world three years ago? Yeah. You meant the Academy all along, didn't you? Man, look at you getting it right from that point forward. Good on you, man. Brooks says, I want Cortana in my ear, please. Can we have rampant Cortana in our ear? How amazing would that be? Kill that fucker! <laughs> no. Sorry, Chief. It's okay, Cortana. I'll kill that fucker. <laughs> she wouldn't say you would she's not you're you're not chief though in multiplayer, so True. Unless I customize myself to I mean, be chief could, in multiplayer. You could just what if there's a chief multiplayer voice? Holy moly. Uh, Silver says, I'm so curious what my 152 got me. They already said what the 152 gets you, at least in terms of armor coatings, because they showed them off in a much previous uh, Inside Infinite blog post. Mm -hmm. So go check that out. But they showed the armor coatings that you'll get. Um, no, not Cortana or Cortuna. Cortuna Impostana. Uh, Sergeant Stacker. Never trust someone who says totes. All right. Bunch of trash not worth my sanity. Oh, no. Sorry, Justin. All right. Um, So that's what we got from the multiplayer Vidoc that released today. Do you have the picture up? I do. Right now? You can post it in the chat if you want to. Feel free to put uh, it in the, in the Twitch chat arenas. It's cool, but... Eh. I hope there's something more considering the amount of time it takes. I hope there's just something a little bit more. There should be like a, there should be like a Spartan lock. Um, armor core. Yeah. That you get because he was exclusive to that game so far. As much as people love to hate on Spartan lock. I think that'd be kind of cool if they did that. Um, yeah, there you go. The thing that Will posted. It's not fucking secret, just I swear to God. He wants secret so bad. He does. He really does. All right, here we go. So let's talk about release date. Um, or actually, before we do that, uh, Mia from Discord, I wanted to include her, include, include her points as well um, because I asked people if they weren't going to be here for the live show to post their comments on their thoughts on the reveal in the discord so I could read through them. And uh, so I have Mia's here and I wanted to read through it. So she states <clears throat> BTB 2.0 is just Warzone sequel. It's not some massive inside scale battlefield uh, conquest mode, but rather Warzone remixed. That's disappointing. I wouldn't mind it replacing classic BTB temporarily if it was truly some mega large insane mode, but if it's just Warzone remix, that's really unacceptable. They are largely two different experiences. Old BTB is more grounded, bigger team Slayer, Warzone BTB are cha uh, Warzone and BTB 2.0 are chaotic and unbalanced. You can't have just one without the other. Like I said, if 2.0 was a Battlefront 2 Battlefield tier insane mode with 32v32, I could live with that being the only BTB for a few months as that much investment in dev resources would require that level of exposure. But if this is truly just Warzone 1.5, prepare for the backlash is all that I want to say on that front. On a positive note, so, uh, uh, am I the only one that felt those graphics are way too insanely good and clean? 
I could have sworn I was watching something that was prefab. They did look really good. They did. Yes. On another positive note, Sprint still looks pretty damn slow like the campaign demo, which means base Spartan movement speed is just faster, making Sprint not nearly as impactful. You can also shoot instant. Uh, you also, you can also shoot instantly out of sprint animation, even with a full rifle in hand. Even if H, even in H five, you couldn't do that. Sprint is doing less and less damage as I see more footage. Thankfully, okay. H five is my favorite multiplayer, but it seems in, in Infinite they made sprinting even less of a cumbersome thing. In Halo five, you can't shoot instantly out of a sprint with rifles, and the sprint ramp up to full speed was annoying. In Infinite, you can full slide instantly out of the start of a sprint animation and shoot instantly out of sprint with rifles. Not sure about power weapons yet. You can also slide shoot instantly out of sprint. The strafe responsiveness in Infinite is also the crispiest it's ever been. It looks like a PC shooter strafe like Doom or Quake where the movement acceleration is almost non-existent. This will make strafe dancing even more important than it was in Halo 5. Can't wait to break people's ankles who've been playing MCC for years and don't know nuts, uh, and don't know how nuts strafe battles can get. Halo 5 has hands down the uh, the most nutty strafe meta, and Halo Infinite is doubling down on that even harder, probably because of the lack of default thrust as an ability they needed to keep the skill ceiling high somehow. All right. All great points. Um, Let's talk about release. Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, you know, and Will Tuttle, of the Xbox team as well. Both came out with, uh, Phil came out with a statement. Will came out with an article on Xbox wires. I mean, on news.xbox.com. So Phil stated, thanks for joining us for the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Congrats to the teams who shared their creations today. Amazing lineup of back to back games coming to game pass this year, led by Xbox game studios Continues in 2022 with Starfield and Redfall. And then Will Tuttle states, Our growing family of 23 studios is devoted to advancing the medium we all love, so we are happy to share that now, through the end of the year, you can look forward to -to back-to-back monthly releases coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one, led by a record five new titles from Xbox Game Studios this holiday, including Halo Infinite. And then we have a graphic. So, in October, we have Age of Empires. In November, we have Forza Horizon 5. And then Holiday, we have Halo Infinite. When I look at this, I think that means December. Yeah. That's what it feels like. But at the same time, Oh, Brooks said, I saw a tweet last night from Xbox Brazil that said November 9th for Infinite. It got deleted after. But, well, November 9th is literally the same day that Forza Horizon 5 comes out, so I doubt it'd be that. The only other thing is, Maddie said November 16th or something like that. For the anniversary, right? Or or maybe, but like just to mark the date because he thinks that's when it's coming out. Because, yes, I think it was based off the anniversary. 
in a Bonnie Ross tweet, I think. What I want to say is, while I do think it's December, it could be November because also in December is Shredders. But I still think it's December. I don't think Shredders. I think you got to get it on the shelf before the Black Friday deals. I mean, you just mean in Black Friday in general because it's not going to be on sale on Black Friday. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, if you're if parents are there picking up whatever for their kids. Oh, What's this, Halo Infinite? Yeah. You know, I feel like that's got to be part of it, right? There was also a pre-order page that was up that lists Infinite as fifty nine ninety nine. Well, shouldn't it be sixty nine ninety nine with? Well, the the consent the contention was around like this is just campaign. Yeah, because the multiplayer is free, and it's on Game Pass. So, gotta make that money. I mean, it, it, we don't know if that's true. It's just it it could just be placeholder, um, because also uh, I know that pre-orders when pre-orders went live for. Battlefield, uh, Battlefield 2042. Jesus Christ. I keep wanting to say Battlefield 6. Uh, Battlefield 2042, there was a price inconsistency that got corrected. The pre-order page went live, and I think it was $10 cheaper than what it was supposed to be mm. or something like that. Okay. So, um, Justin says, dog, I ain't reading subtitles for a Russian game. Also, as a parent, you're dumb not just getting Game Pass. True. Uh, Brooks says, I'm trying, I'm just trying to decide whether I wait for an infinite edition series X or try to get one in the meantime. It's a good question because we don't know anything about a collector's edition or if there's any, any special console or controller or anything else that comes out. We don't know. I think it'd be fucking cool if it did. Do you think they have a release date and they're waiting? Cause there's like a full week here of information, right? Yeah. You think we just get it at the end of this week? No. I don't think we, if, if we got it at the end of this week, why didn't they just include it in the showcase? Why wait why a week to just delay the inevitable for that long? Why didn't we get multiplayer, more multiplayer information? Why didn't we get this Vidoc in the showcase versus what we saw? You know what I mean? Like it's, this has been weird. The studio do you want, do you want my them? legit reasoning as to why they didn't include the Vidoc in this? Because you don't include Vidocs in this. Well, I, I that's but why we didn't. We got an explanation on Forza because that, that was a need. tech demo for what the console's capable of doing. That's why. I agree. I thought it was stupid. I didn't think we needed that. I said I was perfectly content with the fucking trailer that we got for Forza, and we should have gotten a deeper dive into Infinite in general during the showcase, and it should have been flipped. Infinite should have closed the fucking show out because they opened with Starfield, which got a fucking date. God damn it. it you know, that's, that's, that's just what I'm saying, though. I feel like fuck. Infinite should have had more time to do something like that. And a got, date. I, I feel like things are weird. I'm pissed you were right about the date. <laughs> Not being there. You hit the nail on the head. I'm like, it's gotta have one. It's gotta. And Will's like, nah, nah, no date. nah, no date yet. <laughs> the true shit holiday 2021. Will's like, hey, <laughs> my call Phil Spencer. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. 
Nice. So, so you got my email, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have the date. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's then. Okay. So I was fucking. <laughs> I was so pissed off, dude. I was so pissed. I still am. It's it's so stupid. Like, I. And that's why when you when you said, do you think we get it at the end of the week? I. To me, it'd be even more stupid if they waited till the end of this, the week that they aired this shit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, hey guys, it's uh, here you go." Be like, "Oh, thanks, great, Jesus, um, you're hype, Silver. Thanks, man. Uh, let's see. Any other year, it's just oh, wait and see. But with things being so hard to get right now, it's really tough. No, I completely understand." I completely understand. Justin said, I've had, I've had arguments with my PlayStation buddy for a year about Game Pass. I love it. I've tried so many games because of it. He doesn't understand how Microsoft can do it financially. He's an accountant and doesn't get how Microsoft can do it. He thinks they're losing so much money yearly because of it. No. No. They're making fist loads of money on it. Because Xbox Live Gold is included in it. And you need that to play multiplayer games. Not free to play multiplayer games now, but... To play multiplayer, I believe to join in party chats and everything, you need it. They're making hand over fist loads of money based off of Game Pass. Because what, you went from, it's 10 bucks a month right now? 15 for ultimate. 15 for ultimate, 10, 10 for, for standard. Standard, so 120 bucks a year. Yep. How much did gold used to be? 60 a year. Used to. They're doubling. They're doubling what they did, and then they're putting these games on there. Yes. And yes, they are paying the developers. Like, I don't know how it works for first party. Like, if it's if it's a Microsoft-published game, how where does the money distribution happen there? Because they're just a Microsoft, technically a mi- right. Microsoft product. Um, even though the developers are different. Uh, but yeah, they do pay. They pay the developers to put their games on Game Pass. Like, there are contracts in place. But they're making a shit ton of money. What's up, Tartar? Uh, give a man a plane ticket and he'll fly for a day. Push a man from a plane and he'll fly for the rest of his life. Jesus Christ. What the fuck was that? I'm so confused. Silver, welcome. It's good to have you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I didn't know you needed the stream either, to be honest. But hey, you're here. It's all This is the most in-depth talk we've had in a while, which is great. It is, because we finally have some shit to fucking talk about. <laughs> that's That's the thing, is that... If you're sticking with us for this long, I just want to say this. There are things that I'm, I guess you could say, upset about, underwhelmed about, right? I'm concerned about a few things, but I need this to be known. I'm just happy that we got something. I'm happy that we got the reveal trailer. I'm happy that we got a little bit more context to the campaign, Cortuna Impostana. I'm glad that we got uh, the Vidoc today. Like, just any piece of information we get, I'm all fucking for it. We obviously have a lot more questions. And things will be answered in time. We haven't played the game. We don't know when it's coming out. Still? But it's just fucking, it blows my mind. Um, More stuff for you to think about. Have you ever thought about actually the plants are farming us because they give us oxygen so we can grow up and then when we die, they consume us while we decompose? Tartar, are you okay? I didn't know. Wait a second. Hmm. That name sounds familiar to me. Tartar? Say the whole thing. 
Oh, wait, no. Oh, never mind. Wait. Hold on. I don't know. Never mind. Okay. I don't even fucking know, man. Tons to be excited about, too. Uh, for the record, I did say Cortana, not Cortuna. No, but we, we said Cortuna because the number two is the second Cortana. And then Impostana. Because she's an imposter. Yeah. Cortana. Yes. <laughs> imposter Cortana. There you go. So you have Cortuna Impostana. Um, Want to hear about the Astley paradox? I'm good. Thanks, though. I appreciate that, but no thanks. I'd rather not. I got other shit to do. So, <laughs> I can see it coming out in November. I do believe it comes out in December. I completely agree, though, with the Black Friday, having it on store shelves ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we'll, like, our fucking, just including in the tagline, but we have to wait and see when that comes out to when it comes out. But it'd be it feel weird to me to butt heads against a first party published title in Forza Horizon Five in the same month and Call of Duty. Because unless Call of Duty releases in October, you're running in there. Which it could. It could. When did when did uh when did Cold War release? Wasn't that like a September release? Oh, was it? Holy shit. I'm looking am it up I, right I now. Am I off? I thought Call of Duty was September. November 13th. Oh. November 13th was the initial release date. You're right. Did it used to be September? Their old releases? Holy shit. Okay, maybe I did want that. If you Rick, if you ask Rick, Rick Astley for a DVD of the movie Up... He will not give it to you because he's never going to give you up. However, by not giving you up, even though you asked for it, he's letting you down. Therefore, the Astley paradox. Yeah, yeah, I I said that at work one day. Oh, did you? That was one of my, my, like, do you know the Rick Astley paradox? That's crazy. I had no idea that existed. That's insane. You know? Just like uh, just like Silver didn't didn't know that they needed this stream, I didn't know I needed the Rick Astley paradox. There you go. But now I know, and now I got it, and I'm happy about it. Believe it or not. So thank you for sharing that piece of information. Wisdom enough for today. I appreciate that. Thank you. I have literally no idea that that was a. Thing. It's pretty <laughs> funny actually. Um. Hot damn. All right. Any last impressions that you have? about what we saw over the course of the past two days. I need it in my hands. I need to know how it feels from start to finish. You can see all the exciting moments you want, all the cool things jam-packed into two minutes. Scripted. Yeah, scripted, right? How does an actual match play out where players are contesting for positions, waiting for Banking over shield and camo. Yeah, how does it actually work? (laughs) How does it work? Honestly. Yeah, because. Seeing people just run around basically willy-nilly in these things is not realistic. We're going to see more strategic approaches. Mm-hmm. And how does it all feel when it's in our hands? That's what's going to matter the most. Yes. So that's where I'm at. Uh, Brooks says, I need more info on comp for program planning, what system, what input device or devices, what modes and settings, et cetera, et cetera. And that will come yes. in time. Uh, as you're probably well aware, Brooks, that's not what this type of event is designed for. 
we will get that down the line in time. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later. We're all patiently waiting, Brooks. Sub, some more patient than others. Uh, but no, we just we just chill, you know. Silver says oddball and strongholds confirmed. Yep, that's yep. what it definitely looked like for sure. CTF for BTB at least. No, CTF doesn't exist. It's not oh, a game type. Oh, oh. no, nope. that was one flag. Just, <laughs> just cover that up. <laughs> oh my god! Basically comatose. That's what it fucking feels like. You know, it's funny. I said that I was going to be a little bit of a negative Nancy and this E3 was different obviously because it didn't really feel like E3 because it was all digital and, and things were kind of, it felt like things were hobbled together and what was supposed to feel like the one true E3 press conference in the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase felt weird in terms of the pacing. Yeah. Um, but no, even when Halo came up, like if you go watch our reaction video, shout out to our reaction video. If you go watch our reaction video on YouTube right now, uh, it's, we don't have much of a reaction to it. No, it was weird because we were dialed in watching it. But then I didn't have that same type of like, holy fuck excitement. Like I did when we first saw it in July of last year, because it was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. And then I think like, I, if I, if I recall right, I was like, Oh, here it is. And then like, we were just locked on the screen and it felt so weird that it was in the middle of the show. Yes. We didn't get a ton of and the the cut from info. the cut from the campaign cutscenes when I thought gameplay was going to start and then Joe comes back on stage he's like and we got multiplayer I'm like oh we're done with campaign okay oh yeah that was that was quick that was all quick. right I think they're <laughs> they're keeping it close to the vest on this one sure and that's fine I I want to be surprised and I'm I'm genuinely excited and like I said I just I just thought it looked like it was leading directly into it yeah it and then did. it just didn't it happen. really did. So, um, it feels damn good to see everyone talking Halo and good things about Halo is the most talked about thing since the pre-show. Yeah. And actually it's funny enough. You say that because the, the, both the multiplayer reveal trailer and the Vidoc are both trending in top 10 on YouTube right now. And, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Halo infinite had like a massive, uh, tweet count on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Like in the good. hundreds of thousands, like it was insane. So and that's, that's another thing too. I really want people to understand this and that I really want people to understand this. We, we are traditionally a competitive halo show, right? Yes. We talk to and about a very specific niche of people in the community. Okay. There are so many more players out there who never touch multiplayer, only play campaign. Yes. Those people exist. And there's probably more than you could ever imagine. There's people that only play the multiplayer and never touch the campaign. Again, probably more than you think. There's there's so many different types of Halo player out there. And now that multiplayer is free to play, only more are going to come in. And the campaigns on Game Pass, only more are going to come in, right? So I for the for for the people out there who are just thinking in their bubble about why well, expected this, why didn't they show this? They should have shown that. That's don't think of it like that. And even I did the same thing. I did somewhat of the same thing. Don't think of it like that. There's so many people out there who enjoy it for different reasons, probably other than yourself. Just appreciate them. Let them in. Let them enjoy it for what they want to enjoy it for. And let's just all 
love Halo again because, man, negativity is fucking annoying. Even though I admit sometimes. Um, Hype is definitely there. Imagine caring about Halo, thinking your opinion is important, and then also not being Brooks. Oh, my God. Wild. (laughs) Uh, Justin said, I didn't see Seeker, so it's a flop for me. Great. That's good. It means another copy I don't have to buy, so that's good for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so go fuck yourself, Justin. Um, Code revoked. Code revoked. Jesus Christ. Ending this one on a high note, huh, boys? I mean, we still have more show to go. So without further ado, Will. uh, Hang on. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait. Ready? No, fuck it. Now I'm ready. It's time for some regular news. 343 is hiring. This is my sketch. He states, (laughs) 343 Industries is hiring. We've got a number of open positions and I'm in need of an experienced senior franchise community manager to join our team and help us do great things across the best community in gaming. Oh, the PR speech. Best community is a phrase I would not necessarily use. There are some great people, though. There are great people. There are great people. I'm sure everyone that works at 343 is great. Oh, I, oh absolutely. It's got to be an awesome team. Yes. Next up, Will. You want to know something fucking hilarious? No way. This happened? No, I have something better than that. Okay, okay. Pause it. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh. During our reaction stream? Yeah. If you go back and watch that video, because you didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything either. When we were talking to Oren, Yeah. And we were looking at our computers, that trailer was playing. Oh, really? Yep. So we just didn't pay we attention. missed it. Yes. So what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is the Xbox mini fridge world premiere trailer by Xbox. And just for funsies, I'll just post it in the chat as well in case you guys want it. Um, How do I get it? It's coming later this year. Just wait. It launches the same day fucking Infinite does. It might. The world's most powerful? Just crazy. Uh, Mini fridge. Voodoo Man says, hashtag Intel news incoming on Friday, not infinite news from the HCS. Trust me, their news will spur an entire episode of discussion, and GT Halo got one on Thursday also. Wait, is that in the chat right now? Yeah, Martin, what? Martin? Hey, uh, 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 Discord right now. Mar- yeah, Martin. I'm just coming in to drop a bomb, then leave. Have fun. Martin. God damn it, Martin. No. You come back. You get in our DMs. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't start shit and then leave. We'll be in touch. Friday, huh? News on Friday. Not infinite news from HCS. Trust me, their news won't spur an entire episode of discussion, and GT Halo got one on Thursday also. Well, we know, I know what the Thursday one is. We know what the Thursday one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is going to be awesome regardless. Don't make my reaction to that sound stupid. Like that, the Thursday announcement's going to be fucking dope too. Well, obviously we didn't expect you to spoil HCS. You kind of did, but. I mean, you can spoil HCS's in our DMs, you fuck. I'm just kidding. Don't. No. no. If I. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) My wink, it looks terrible. 
Um, it's like there's no way to do it without it being awkward. It'll be nice, but yeah, just prepare for Friday. Again, it's not infinite related or land related, but it's just worth the discussion is all. Then what the fuck is it? What the fuck could that be? It's not infinite related. It's not land related. It's, but it's HCS related, but it's HCS related. Are they finally bringing back merch? Can we get new merch? Um, Please. I'll buy that. I'll buy the whole line. Hey, Tashi, if you're listening to this. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me, give me. If you guys haven't figured out by now, Josh has a thing for merch. I do. Hey, new. Hey, Maddie. Where <laughs> Maddie? the fuck you at? Oh, I'm saying no more guys. I'm going to back. I'm going back to lurk. Hey, that's fine. That's no, fine, dude. No. I get it. I lo- Yeah, oh. you're good, man. Shit. <laughs> well, Wait, he, didn't Friday. See, he didn't say no. So that's not a no. So we're getting merch. We're getting HCS theme merch. Finally, again, did we get an official venue for the first HCS event? Or not was it yet, but he, but he said it's not land related. So. And, and Tashi did put out that said, I, they've locked in the venue. They're just working on dates for the first infinite land event. But th- since this is not land related, that's not, you just summon Maddie. He'll be here in three minutes within three minutes. I wouldn't be surprised. Go ahead. Will. I just, nope, I'm seeing things. Um, <laughs> could it be that the HCS is on PC with controllers just like CDL CDL because up here when we were talking about it did say that on PC land was available but not on the not on the box no they said split screen is available on console or uh land for PC via PC server oh okay yeah but but you know what i'd be fine with that but I wouldn't, and we talked about this fucking months ago. I wouldn't be surprised though if it was on the Series X to promote the new box. That's what I would assume. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I would say is or, that. But I could I could definitely see it on PC. Does the Series S run at two uh, K one twenty or one forty four? Either it's either ten eighty p. I forget one twenty. Or it's 1440p120, but I think it's probably 1080p120 okay. is what I would assume the like, Series S is. Got it. All right, let me try this again. Maddie, where the fuck are you? <laughs> Look in the chat. Look in the chat. There he is. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. It worked. Oh you know he lurks God. a lot, all right? I just think it's fucking hilarious that I could just do that. Oh my God. I feel like I'm John Oliver in that fucking scene from last week tonight where he snaps and George Clooney pops up. Uh, Oh my God. It's literally feels like that. I have, I have the power. You can thank goalie sniper. He told me I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, what was your question for Maddie? Oh no. Where's the fucking merch? That's all. (laughs) That's all. I mean, is I that, is, do I ever else. have any? No. Do I ever ever have anything else to ask him? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I thought you had actually something for him. No, Maddie, don't leave. I love you. Ah, <sighs> don't leave me, Maddie. What does this become? Yo, we- shout out to Maddie for joining the community playdate. <laughs> there you go. 
And we're not even in, we're not even in there uh, in shoutouts yet, but you know. We made magic here and you ruined Can it. we continue with the news, please? Let's do it. I'm sorry. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Merch announcements. Hey, speaking of merch. <laughs> wow, what a segue. Holy moly. Uh, Halo merch announcements. This is by many. So there's an Xbox Fan Fest shirt that is available to be pre-ordered right now. It has a, a Master Chief decal on it, which looks pretty cool. Um, there is a Halo Summer Wave collection, which includes sweatshirts. The summer wave collection. That's the joke. But yes, it does include <laughs> sweatshirts. It also includes other shirts as well. Um, and then there's a pride collection too. Um, if you're paying, if I don't know if you can see it very well on my on my laptop, but I have one of the pride stickers, one of the pride halo stickers on my laptop, and I have one on my car. So they are fucking cool, and you should buy them. Hashtag not an ad. Um. Bye, Maddie. I love you. Brooke says the grab hammer one looks sick. And Justin says, oh, I'm buying the sword one. Of course, Justin's going for the sword. Oh, absolutely. It's his go-to, even though that I is. fucking stomp his ass in swords every time we play. <gasps> boom, boom. And don't say it's fucking host. Get out of here. It's host. It, okay. It's probably host. Uh, Brooke says, uh, bought a ton of pride stuff for me and my woman wearing a chief pride tank right now. Very nice. Very Let's nice. Let's go, baby. Microsoft announces an Xbox TV app and its own xCloud streaming stick. This is by Tom Warren of The Verge. Microsoft is working with TV manufacturers to make an Xbox app available on devices soon. The software giant is planning to bring its Xbox Game Pass service to TVs through its xCloud streaming technology, opening up more ways to get access to Xbox games. This will be available as both an app on TVs and with Microsoft's own dedicated streaming stick. Quote, we're working with global TV manufacturers to embed the Game Pass experience directly into internet-connected TVs, so all you need to do, all you need to play is a controller. End quote, says Liz Hamron, head of gaming experiences and platforms at Microsoft. Microsoft isn't announcing exactly when this Xbox app will be available on TVs, nor which manufacturers will bundle it on their, on their devices. Xbox chief Phil Spencer previously hinted at an Xbox app for TVs late last year, noting he expects to, quote, see that in the next 12 months, end quote. Spencer also hinted at Microsoft's own Xbox streaming stick last year, something Microsoft now says will appear soon. Quote, we're also developing standalone streaming devices that you can plug into a TV or a monitor. So if you have a strong internet connection, you can stream your Xbox experience, end quote, reveals Hamron. So Justin, you should tell that to the PlayStation coworker who doesn't understand how Microsoft is going to make money or is making money off a of Game Pass. They're literally putting it everywhere as well. Uh, Brooks says I tested the Xbox app streaming the other day for film review with a player and it was a lot less delayed than the last time I used it. I thought that was interesting. Fuck. Yes. Beth says that's actually kind of sick. It is. It's uh, as the kids say, pretty neat. Our second summer game fest demo event coming June 15th to an Xbox near you. This is by Jessica Ronald. ID at Xbox events and community management lead. Last summer, we presented our first ever ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event as part of Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest promotion. The feedback we received from fans was amazing. As a result, we're excited to partner with Summer Game Fest again this year to give you another opportunity to discover lots of new games coming to Xbox. Starting June 15th and running through June 21st, so it's one motherfucking week. You'll be able to try out over 40 demos of upcoming unreleased games for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. A few things to keep in mind, Will. Oh, thanks. 
Thanks. These are not normal game demos. Typically, the demos you see in our demo channel are created after the game is completed or nearly completed and represent the final version. Many of these demos are early and some are for games that won't be out for quite some time. Think of these akin to show floor demos and not necessarily indicative of the final product. What that means is you get to experience these games early, some way early, which is awesome. But you should also note that these games will continue to evolve and be polished as they near release. These demos will only be on Xbox dashboard for a motherfucking week. Some might be republished to the demo channel later, but many will simply evaporate at the end of the week. So make sure to check them out while you can. The developers would love to hear your feedback. Hit them up on social media or through their websites. If you like the game, tell them. If you have constructive criticism, they'd love to hear that too. Be nice. Be fucking nice. I see any one of you motherfuckers going to the Tunic developers. By the way, motherfucking Tunic! You can install it right now. It's the Legend of Zelda with a fucking box. <laughs> Download that shit and play it now. And if I see any one of you motherfuckers go to their developer and be mean, you know what I'm going to do? Probably jack shit, except be very, very upset with you. I'm a dad. I can be disappointed now. I'll be disappointed in you. Oh, shit. All right, Martin. Sounds good. So question about that. Can I play my Xbox in my phone or tablet somewhere else or same house, but not where my Xbox is? Cause that'd be cool to play on my tablet while lying in bed with my Xbox in another room. You can already do that. It's called remote play. You can already do that via the Xbox app. And it works on both iOS and Android. So, yep. You just, it, it just goes through your home network. Um, and yeah, and actually, I think you can do it outside of your home as well. But yeah, it's just remote play. That's all it is. And then uh, Voodoo says, all I'm going to say is this. Xbox Game Pass remains the best deal in gaming. Absolutely. Play Tunic. That's it for the regular news. It's time for kind of the games. Watch Hook tells all. Yes, he does. Oh, baby. You we watch that video? It. Hell yeah, I watched that video. Yeah. Yeah, baby. God damn. He's on some drugs. No, he's not. And I mean, that not was anymore. the point of it. Not anymore. He was on Adderall. But the, there was rumors that he was on psychedelics. Psychedelics. Which... The dude's just happy. Leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, he's trying to better himself. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. That's all you need to know, really. Yeah, all <laughs> I'm going to say is that he, Hook is one of the greatest... FPS players in this generation. Um, very glad that he um, stopped with the Adderall. Glad he found alternative ways to better himself. Um, and as we're about to fucking say right now, LA Thieves roster update. This is by the LA Thieves. Yep. Our LA Thieves starting roster as we move into the stage four major will be Kenny, TJ Haley, Slasher off the bench. Yep. And Hook off the bench. 
Draza and Venom will be moved to sub for this week. Nade Shot put out a tweet as well. He says, I know we've shifted this roster around quite a bit this year with a variety of talented Call of Duty players, but with LAN events back on the horizon, we decided to fill, field a lineup with star-studded veteran talent with proven results. Looking forward to the rest of the season. In other words, don't bench Hook again, you fucking moron. Brooks says, if this section mentions other games, can we please talk about that Battlefield trailer at some point? Holy shit. So we can we we can touch on it very briefly. We're running yeah. kind of late here, but uh this is COD and other games. Oh watch! <laughs> so we do talk yeah. about other games. Um did you watch the trailer for Battlefield 2042? 42. Wasn't it 2042? It was 46. 2042. 2042. 2042. 2040. 2042. Yeah, I watched it. It's a Prince song. That's not the name of the Prince song, but you know what I mean. Or you don't. I'm old. Go ahead. (laughs) I can't with you today, man. I know. I can't Uh, with you either. No, you're good, Brooks. Don't worry about it, man. the, The trailer got me really excited. But I've had the same experience with Battlefield for so long that I just don't know if I want to dive back into it. Are we talking about the trailer with the song in the background that wasn't gameplay? Or are we talking about the gameplay trailer in the Microsoft Bethesda showcase? Or why not both? Why not both? It's like the the, The the tacos. Yeah. (laughs) Why not both? Why not both? For the record, I like both. I love the song that they chose. It's a Motley Crue song, if I'm not mistaken. Why the fuck am I forgetting the name of it already? But it was it was a Motley Crue song. I thought I thought it like really. Fi- I love how they. I love how Call of Duty, Battlefield, other games are doing like the the licensed music, like remix to be in line with their music. It just works so fucking well. Oh my god! But either way, uh, and I love the gameplay trailer because. I think the natural disasters and stuff look really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I haven't been this excited for a battlefield game since three. I liked the wingsuit deployment, the, um, zip lines across the tops of buildings, which was really cool. You called the, you called the, the fly suit or whatever, right. As it was about to happen, you called that it was going to be that and you were right on the money. So yeah, um, let's see. Justin says, the problem I have with Battlefield trailers is they look like all-out warfare. Tanks on the field, helicopters in flight, jets in dogfights, when in reality it's just me running for three minutes to get sniped from a building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the thing that they show a lot in trailers is the conquest mode, um, which I personally never play. I am a rush guy or TDM. Sure. So... With Rush, you get a little bit of the vehicle combat, but nothing crazy. And then TDM is obviously no vehicles. So, like, that's that's what I stick to. But Battlefield is known for conquest. That's, that's they, their main thing. They up the players, right? So they maybe did. more gunfights more often or just a bigger chance for spawn trapping, really. Oh, my God. And that is a problem. That's legitimately a problem. Um, Goalie Sniper says, do you guys remember how good those uh, Call of Duty trailers were with celebs all one-upping each other those were all so funny i like those i agree i agree is there okay you know what 
just real quick. We'll, we'll keep going. Uh, any other game or games that stood out to you during the entire event? Do you want to shout out? Nope. Not, uh, not party animals. Yeah, it looks fun. Look dope as shit. The trailer was awesome. And that Outer Worlds 2 trailer. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, just to play out, like, making fun of itself. I thought that was really fun. Funny, I guess you could say. There's some things to be amped about. And like I, I said, too, I was genuinely surprised at how much I enjoyed the Writer's Republic demo. The demonstration they gave for that. It looked like the best things of, like, SSX and Dave Mira put together. And I'm like, I'm in. And typically, I fucking don't like those. But that looked really cool. Um... That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for Wheels and Adventures with a Nail Over. Another Games 2. <laughs> Will, what'd you play over so, the last week? Not Halo this week. Fuck. Uh, played Valorant and Rock Band 4. Hell yeah. That's all I did. Uh, completed the battle pass in Valorant. Bought some more songs on Rock Band because they had uh, Dear Maria Count Me In, uh, some Country Roads Take Me Home. And I don't know. I bought a couple other ones that were awesome, but played those. That's about it. Um, that's not, ladies and gentlemen. That's not all. Will played because I don't know if you guys know this, but you guys are in the presence of a back-to-back, undisputed champion of the world in a game only known as. Throw, throw, burrito. Mm. We had a game night. Yep. Um, the other night. The other night it is in... Saturday? Saturday night. And there is this game called Throw, Throw, Burrito. You should pick it up. It was a lot of fun. The object of the game is there are two squishy burritos and there are battles that can happen depending upon people where there's where their seating positions are at and you just fucking bean people with burritos basically yep will ladies and gentlemen i want a round of applause in chat you are looking at like i said the undisputed two-time world champion of throw throw burrito I wouldn't say world champion, but I know, am. There's four in of my us. world. There's four of us in my world. Sure. It was a lot of fun, Justin. It was a lot. It of was fun. crazy though. Cause I lost. So out of the two separate, uh, contained games we had. Yes. I lost the first round in both of those. Yes. Me and you, or I, you and your wife, me and my wife, Vicky was uh, the first. We had a duel to, to, cause we, I, she won the first round. I won the second round. Then we had to duel the, the for the final winner. Yes. You won that one. Um, you won the first so round. I won the first round. This is the second game we played. I won the first round. We you, tied. We tied the second round. So we had a duel. We had a duel to determine who won the second round. You won that duel. Then we had to duel again because I technically won the first round and you technically won the second round and you won that duel as well. Will's just better. He's just built different. Just good at throwing burritos, He's man. He's just good at throwing burritos. Don't catch me at a Chipotle. <laughs> Oh <laughs> anyway, um, Justin, you should buy it. It's great. And then we also have the outdoor one because they make an indoor and outdoor one. We didn't play the outdoor one. It's like giant inflatable burritos. Giant inflatable burritos. 
It could be hilarious with a big group. It needs to be big, yeah, because with four people, that thing's going to be easy as fuck to dodge outside. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, congratulations, winner. <laughs> for throw, throw burrito. Hell yeah, dude. Ridiculous. Uh, I played MCC for the play date. It was a ton of fun. Played some Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is the new Ratchet and Clank game on the PS5 exclusive to the platform, and it's phenomenal. Not just saying this as a, a fanboy of the series. Definitely, it's 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 in game of the year territory for me right now. I'll say that. And then I also played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank Future Quest for Booty, which is a PlayStation 3 game because I still want to beat all the PlayStation 3 releases. And that. Um, Beth says... I always hear people talk about how much money they spent on Fortnite, Valorant, CS skins, etc. I've spent way too much money buying uh, buying songs on Rock Band. Okay. We don't need to talk about Valorant for me. But I think, I think what? Did, have you spent a decent chunk of change on Rock Band songs? So I have a problem right now. Because... A problem, oh. My... My PlayStation 3 gamer tag. I spent a lot of rock ba- uh, money on Rock Band on that PlayStation 3 gamer tag. When I got my PlayStation 4, I changed it. But I signed oh, into no. that old PlayStation 3 gamer tag to download those songs from my PS4. I got my PS5. That old account is now deactivated. Oh no. And I have no way if I can uh, no way of knowing oh, if I can get no. it back. Well, the only thing you could do is email as uh, contact their support, which I hear is not the greatest thing nope, in the world. I did. And it was, the dude was a, he was a complete idiot. I'm not going to lie. Great. He wanted the serial number off my original console that I created the, the, the account on. I'm like, like, I actually, I do have that. I just didn't go get it out of the closet. (laughs) But most people are going to be like, the fuck you mean? I got rid of that console years ago. You fuck. Who honestly still has a PS3 laying around. That was the original PS3. For the record, that's internal. That's internalizing my voice. That's not what I actually say to the person on the other line. Yeah. Again, be nice. Uh, Justin says, bring back, hashtag, bring back Jack and Daxter. How about hashtag, fuck no. I'm just kidding. I think a new Jack, a new traditional Jack and Daxter game could be really fucking cool. Especially like, like I, the, how good Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart looks on PS5. I could only imagine what a new Jack and Daxter would look like. Like, holy shit. That'd be insane. Especially with Naughty Dog. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, that's all I played. Will, let's get into some shout-outs. Shout-out to everyone who joined the community play date. It was fun. Had some good times. I didn't have my hitching issue like I usually did on MCC on PC, so I was happy about that. Good. Yeah. Shout-out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. I want to go back and uh, say those who did during the reveal as well. So, we had... Um, Mr. Insane, thank you for the follow. Silver Haze, thank you for the follow as well. And Zarners with the six-month resub, you are incredible as well, sir. Thank you. Happy belated birthday to Ghost Ayami, uh, old Halo Pro turned game developer, right? He's Is he a dev? He works for um the studio that made... Rogue Company. I don't know what he does. I forgot his title. Sorry. 
Um, and then shout out to Oren and the Podcast Evolve crew for collaborating with us regarding the Microsoft and Bethesda E3 2021 watch along extravaganza bonanza. There it is. And Beth, with a 13 month resub, thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. And you get a. Should have warned, warned the new people about the ears. Hey, it doesn't peak, remember? Yeah, yeah, I know. Because it's you. <laughs> you sexy fucking motherfucker, you. Um, keep moving, please. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, thank you so much to Oren for joining us on our uh, HTS Pro Talk and Podcast Evolved Watch Along. That was incredible. It was great to have you on there, get your insight as well. And then huge shout out to the Podcast Evolved Blue Team for having us on your Discord stream to talk about everything that we saw. You guys are awesome as well, and we look forward to what we're going to do in the future. Can't fucking wait. Um, community creations, we have Halo memes every single goddamn day. Over at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 109. Beth has a dope ass multi-kill in that. You should go check that the fuck out over at YouTube. The link is included in the Google Doc of the show. The, show. the Halo Community Spotlight by Snickerdoodle. Check that out. Octagon Evolved HI, I think, or Hi, I don't fucking know, or HL. It's by Mags. Either way, it's a Halo Infinite themed. It's HI, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite themed Octagon Evolved layout. Still a work in progress when it comes to the walls, but it's playable. Have fun and enjoy. There's a Halo-themed Discord voice chat overlay by Halo Creation. They state, Some of you Halo streamers and video makers have been asking for it. Here's our tool to get Halo-themed Discord voice chat overlays and ways to show your latest subs and follows that fit perfectly in Halo games HUDs. Oh, by the way, we hesitated a bit because we've been consistently plagiarized and copycatted for the past six years, but in the end, we decided to make it 100% free and open source. Means you can use it as, as you please, even if crediting us uh, would be sweet and or contribute to it. Next up, thumbnail artists are requested. This is by Tashi, and he states, if you're a YouTube thumbnail artist, comment down below. Not here. Comment on his tweet. We want to put together a list of thumbnail artists so you can share with Halo content creators who are in need. Add any folks and links to post work you think are relevant as well. I believe that was in a reply to someone else. It very well could have been. Let me check. Um... I think Ghost works on Apex. Rogue Company is Gandhi. Thank you for the clarification. Maybe I appreciate not. that. And she also says he has a gar Guitar Hero Halo map that's pretty sick, too. Fuck yes. And then we already talked about it earlier when Shurzy was uh, uh, stopped by for a little bit. I don't know if you're still here, Shurz, but I just want to say, Europa Halo presents Infinite. They state, some of us here at Europa Halo have been passing the time until this weekend's Halo 3 reveal, I mean Halo E3 reveal, by watching and rewatching Bo Burnham's new special. As uh, the impatience unwinds, Here's a little something uh, from us to you to capture how we are all feeling. Enjoy. And it is fucking phenomenal. If you haven't, you need to see that link. It's so good. And then finally, Branching Sickness Halo fan game has been announced. This is by Branching Sickness. And I quote, Branching Sickness. A ground up Halo fan game by the Halo community for the Halo community for free. Beneath, beneath the surface of Etrin Arborage, an ancient evil awaits your descent. Answer the call, Maureen. Hashtag endure. It's available in 2022. And that is it for the community creations for the week. Will, 
without further ado, my friend, would you please plug the show? You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Hey, Will, did you know that you can also find us on Pocket Cast? Yes. Please leave us a review and let others know about the show. Do it. We love the feedback. Do let it. Let us know. Do it. Um, you can join the Discord. Discard? Discord. Join the community discussion. You can do exclamation point Discord and chat. Or go find the link on our uh, Twitter. That's the that's the word I'm looking for. Or you hit exclamation point show notes, and it's at the bottom of the show notes as well. Always there. Uh, we do have an Xbox Club and Spartan Company, but uh, those aren't really active anymore. So, um, disregard. Uh, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We have our own eSportspedia page, and we have our own website as well. HCSProtalk.com. We can find a link to some merch in the top right corner if you're interested. And then don't forget about the wonderful folks over at Podcast Evolve. Right. So think about it this way. If you are in need of merch and you're waiting for HCS to hopefully release a new line of specific merch for them and you're waiting for Noob Combo to release their merch too, you can head over to our website and buy our merch. Great. Um, Make sure to check out HaloPodcast.com, your home for Halo. They have lore, missions, books, blocks, and top Halo news. And new merch. And new merch. So, yeah, they have their separate podcast, the Podcast Evolved podcast itself, Mission Debrief Book Club. It builds with blocks and Halo headlines. So make sure to give them all a look. And new merch. Don't forget their merch. Buy Apparently. It. Did Josh buy it? No, I still need to because okay. Orrin was wearing that shirt during the during the watch along. And I think that looks sick and I want it. It was a pretty awesome shirt. Uh, Brooks asks, yo, do you guys have merch? Where do I find it? <laughs> Did you know that you can type exclamation point merch in chat and, or go to hcsprotalk.com and click on the merch button. Boom. Oh, Hey, look at that. There it is, baby. We need some, I think we need some new designs up there or something different. We do. Because there's it's, other, there's also things that are out of stock too. So yeah. Yeah. Our, our options are becoming very limited because, uh, stream labs is becoming very limited on what we can put up there. Yes. But yeah, I, like I said, I talked to Maddie about the hat situation and I loved what that company can do. This merch is sick. Thanks, man. It's pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Wrap it up, Josh. Let's do it up. Get us out of here. All right. Fuck. Been sitting here for two and a half hours. <laughs> hey, it was a good episode, though. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Love talking to the new folks in the chat. Thank Hell you yeah. all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, but let me just get into the end here. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 187 of HCS Pro Talk. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you listen to the audio version of this show, I said it multiple times, I'm sorry. There was a lot of context that was missed. Go check out the VOD. Um, it'll be on YouTube. It's on Twitch, all that fun stuff. Check it out uh, if you're any at all interested. Um, if you're watching live with us, thank you so much. Brooks, all the new folks, thank you all. Thank you for all the returning folks as well. It's been a great time uh, sharing all this with you, hearing your guys' opinions on what we saw. It was an incredible time. Um Yo, Brooks, you just said he ordered a shirt, actually. Oh, awesome. Well, fuck yeah, man. Thanks, Thank man. you so much. Um, fuck. I'm going to restart real quick. 
ladies and gentlemen, that is actually going to do it for episode 187 of HCS Pro Talk. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. We are tired as fuck. We'll be back next week to talk about those announcements that Voodoo Man was teasing. Ooh. Can't fucking wait. Guys, it's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. But until then.